Welcome to the Normal Hyperbolic Podcast. We're here to talk anime, video games, and movies. I am your host, X, also known as Young Morgan Freeman. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Kid Lewis. What's up? It's your boy, Kid Lewis, at it again. At another it again. episode, another video for the books. What's up, man? How you doing today? <laughs> pretty good, bro. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. This is our solo episode, bro. Our first solo episode of the season. season. Yeah. Season two. Yeah, this is exciting, man. Man, I'm always excited when we do a podcast. I'm always nervous when I, before we do a podcast. <laughs> I don't I'm a little nervous because I feel like sometimes I don't know mm, the right. structure or like, you know, it just it, you have so much in your head and then you try to compile it into like something that is more, you know, concrete, more structure. Yeah. Do you ever feel that way? Like you overplan? Yeah. Or like you just have so many ideas in your head that you want to talk about or like express yourself about, but then you got to kind of. You're like, damn, I have a time frame and I got to keep everything very structured, very organized for the people. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that all the time. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. All the time with the podcast or with all the, the time in general? All the time with the podcast. Like every time I hop mm. on the podcast, I get nervous because I have so much to say, but I have to organize my thoughts. So it sounds coherent, like in order, bam, bam, bam kind of thing. Yeah. Or is it just me? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I have a similar, like, oh, okay. so my anxiety is just more broad and vague. Like, anything can happen. Because <laughs> the lights are on just, you. I know. All these lights. All, all these, these lights. lights <laughs> the cameras. The producers in the background watching. No, I'm just giving, <laughs> giving, giving, giving notes. You know? I wish we had producers, bro. That'd be so great. Because that way, they make sure we're always on frame. And We're the producers. I know. We're, we're everything right now. Yeah, I know, right? But once... uh. The norm headquarter blows up. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll definitely have more people in our team. You know, people to edit, people to do sound production. Those are behind the scenes people. The behind the scene people, yeah. But then we don't got to do all that ourselves. We yeah. just got to create the content. I know, right? Just and come with the come up with the vision for the next episode. <laughs> Dictate, you know. Yeah. I was talking about um, Xavier about costumes. That I wish we had a costume budget. So that way we can wear like I certain know. gear or certain anime stuff that co- correlates with the episode. Yeah, I mean, it would help out with the video version, but yeah, like it'll be more cooler, you know. But yeah. hey, step by step, we're getting there. Step by step, you can't, you can't, there. you can't hear the lights in the podcast version, like in the audio. You yeah, we upgraded. You wouldn't some be able of the to lights. hear our costumes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I had a cape, I would swish it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Things like that. I mean, I, I'll give you the sound effect that right, goes right. with the cape. No, you gotta swish. use every part of the thing. <laughs> but yeah, man. But what's up, bro? Now, so this is this is gonna be our Attack on Titan episode. Ooh, I know we talking some Attack on Titan. Attack it on just, Titan. It just dropped the last episode of the dropped last couple part of days of the of last the season. Yeah. Yep. Saturday it dropped. So if you haven't watched it, spoilers alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So I'm gonna let Xavier know and <laughs> you guys know. Spoiler alert because we're definitely we're going definitely gonna into talk it. about the whole thing. So this yes. is not. This is no longer like you know we're with manga people or we're with no. The, this it's we're with the, the, the finally. This is finally done. the done. Done. It's done. Manga and anime both completed. Finally, they're both on the same page now. Yeah. So if you're not with it, I don't know what to tell you. I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead, man. Let's do. Uh, so last week's news today. So first, in the realm of anime, so Crunchyroll and Walmart are doing a partnership, like an official brand partnership, where Walmart's going to be well, Crunchyroll is going to design a bunch of anime merch mm-hmm. and exclusive, and it's going to be given it to Walmart to so, sell to sell. So you know, we're, there's already like anime merch like at Target and TJ Maxx and I thought they Five had Below. some at Walmart or 
So Maybe not as much. They might have like shirts with Naruto on it, but this yeah. is going to be like at least Crunchyroll. So I know Crunchyroll doesn't own Naruto or nothing like that, but Crunchyroll, if, like on the Crunchyroll website, they have like a lot of unique trinkets that they're just going to be bringing to Walmart. Mm-hmm. So I bring it up mainly because they're going to be doing physical Crunchyroll subscription cards. Ooh. So as we, you know, we talked about this in a, in a different video, but, you know, we kind of have like the our year planned out so i have like an idea for like a giveaway that we would do around christmas oh yeah i'm done for that right yeah so, so we're we're giving people on 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 this podcast we love back. to give back yeah you know on 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 saturnalia <laughs> so i don't know just they're gonna have like exclusive mangas uh real cool vinyls so i just thought that that was like something that i could bring into with the podcast yeah um that will be you know, giving some of that stuff out. So then next in the realm of video games. And I don't know if you saw this. I kind of I'm thinking that you did. But GTA 6. Yes, I just see? saw it today. They announced that they're going to be dropping their new trailer for GTA 6 sometime in December. Early December. Early December. So the first couple of weeks of December is they're going to be dropping the first trailer for GTA 6. And... I feel like it's been a long time. Do they? They usually take forever, right? When they drop a new GTA, it's not like they do it every year. It's like what every four years, or has this one been the longest wait? I think it's been ten years, bro. For this one, right? For this one, yeah. But I'm excited, man. It's just a big game. GTA GTA Five, like, and just the amount of time it takes for them because they're always trying to up themselves. You know what I mean? Like they're always trying to like make things more realistic the missions even bigger and greater you know the story better than the last story so you know it's gta i don't like at that point you know gta gta is gta yeah it's an, an immersive world and they know what they're doing over there they're always cooking something <laughs> and they take their time with it it's not like they're in a rush to drop the next thing you know it's not like call of duty like they have to have the next call of duty the next year or something like that yeah it's just like we're, we're taking our time enjoy the five which a lot of people still do they're always playing online you know they're always doing the new mods and stuff like that so you know people are still enjoying the five but now the six finally coming sometime next year with the trailer being um introduced the beginning of december that's pretty exciting stuff so they they put out a tweet or like an x whatever you you know whatever we're calling it now something on like twitter Mm -hmm. but then this is from their website so this is from the rockstar website go for it So the president writes, next month marks the 25th anniversary of Rockstar Games. Thanks to the incredible support of our players worldwide, we have had the opportunity to create games we are truly passionate about. Without you, none of this would be possible. And we are so grateful to all of you for sharing this journey with us. In 1998, Rockstar Games was founded on the idea of uh, video games could become a essential to culture as any form of uh, entertainment. And we hope that we have created games that you love in our efforts to be part of that evolution. And this was the part that primarily was on Twitter. So we're excited to let you know that in early December, we uh, released the first trailer to the next Grand Theft Auto. We look forward to many more years of sharing these experiences with all of you. Thank you from Sam Hauser, the president. So real exciting stuff, like you said, you know, they're trying to be part of like this video game evolution. And then the only two things that I have about that is it is going to because there was some stuff that leaked and they kind of confirmed some of it. But then they kind of left, you know, they confirmed, oh, the, yeah. denied and omitted a lot of like the rumors because I don't know how many times I go on YouTube and I see, oh, Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer, you know, and then you click on it or whatever. Yeah. And it's not. So, it's not. 
It's either like an upgraded mod that they put it to make it look even more realistic and they're like this is how the gta 6 is gonna look like or something like that right. you know well you click on it then it says like fan made and fan made not yeah. official or whatever so no but know. i'm excited I i'm surprised cl- I clicking on that shit a long time ago i know right i'm surprised that uh gta didn't want to like drop the game during christmas time because that's usually it, it might come out christmas next year oh okay well, well it- <clears throat> that's dumb to drop the trailer now and then wait a whole more year well, so they've been sitting on, obviously they've been making this game for a while and, oh, yeah. you know, with all the leaks or whatever. So mm-hmm. I, like he, you know, he was talking about the next year or next month, December is the 25th anniversary. So this is so. my only question for this game. Go ahead. Do you think it's going to be a PS5 exclusive only? I've heard so. rumors about it because this game is going to be so heavy, like hardware heavy. Where you're gonna need a better system to run it, and I don't think they're gonna optimize it for like the PS4, PS3, or you know any other system. I think either you're gonna have to have the PS5 to play this. Yeah, I think so. Because um, when the GTA 5 came out, it was it was meant for the PS4, but it came but it came out, out like right as soon. Oh, as was it, it meant for out. the PS5? No, no, it was meant for the PS4. Right, but you know, but it came out early. So it came out for the PS3 first, right? And then if you wanted to upgrade to the PS4, you had to buy the game again. I think so. If I remember right. So you either had to wait, but people, you know, people are impatient. I think it came out right before the PS4 dropped. Right? But it was meant for the PS4 because the PS4 had the more faster and processor and shit like that for it to run better. Yeah. But they just didn't, they didn't want people to wait. Like, oh, I'll just wait till it comes out on the PS4. Yeah. So... But I think this time they're probably just going to make it a PS5 exclusive. I think so. So, I mean, games are already coming out PS5. Exclusive. PS5 exclusive. Because of just how much the PS5 is powerful than the PS4. So why make a game and then have to like put some software or encoding to downgrade the game in order for it to run on the they, latest gen? Because they do it to, to sell it to those people. They I know they do it, but in the end of the day, Kombat like... Mortal Kombat 1 is not out on the PS4, but it's out on the Nintendo Switch. But people have complained that it doesn't run as smooth on the Switch. I know, but it would run more smooth on the PS4 than yeah. on the Switch. True, true, so, true. So, you know, talking about downgrading. Yeah. So, the thing that I have about uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 is that it's going to have a female protagonist. Yeah, I heard about that. And it's going to be in either Vice City or another Miami fictional style city. I heard they were going to have like Fort Myers, Tampa, like a version of it, not like... They're, and they're not going to call it actual Fort Myers, but it's going to be like a version of what Fort Myers should look like. I think that's pretty cool if they do something like that because we live here in Florida. So, yeah, well, no, that'd be cool. And like, like Orlando, like a, yeah. uh, an amusement park, Disney style. And they're going to have the Miami part and it's going to be their biggest map. So bigger than the GTA 5. It's always bigger, bro. Always exactly. Bigger, it's always bigger. bigger and better. Could you imagine so. if they do like the Everglades? <laughs> like you go out and. I think there's going to be a part because they've been showing like if you if you Google GTA 6, they have like um, renders or the, what they think the map is going to look like. Yeah, and they said it's going to be so based much... off in Florida. So you're going to have Miami, you're going to have Orlando, Fort Myers, I think Tampa and the Everglades. So you could probably jump into like one of those swamp water boats. Yeah. Maybe shoot alligators. Yeah. <laughs> or something. like. Go Python hunting or something like that. Because well, they have Red Dead Redemption. So it's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they have the software to run that, you yeah. know. But every time you see something online, I don't know if it's fake or not. So that's why I'm, I'm just. That's true. That's I, true. I don't really like to speculate. And P, uh, GTA 5 is just so vast. You just got to wait for Rockstar to make their official announcement. Yes, really. All right. All right, man. All right. So then last in the realm of movies. So I had two bits of news and, you know. Every time I try to do the news, as hard as it is to pull, like I try to make it in and around the podcast. So mm-hmm. what I have 
For first is Godzilla minus one. The box office for this thing came out and we're planning on watching it for like when it comes out and doing a review on it. So we have like not a twist. I mean, I, I kind of want to do a vlog or like some sort of like walking up to because it is like a big experience as well. We can't just I can't come back on this podcast and be like, wow, that was wild. So we're going to be watching it in 4DX. Yes. So um, I don't know if you guys have any 4DX theaters, like, you know, wherever you it's, are. Have you experienced the 4DX? I did. Yeah, I saw what movie I saw Blue Beetle. Oh, you saw Blue Beetle on um, 4DX? Was, How was, was it? It was fun. It was. I mean, the movie was like. It was like, it was okay, but the, the 40X has actually made me enjoy the movie a lot. <laughs> okay, because the first time I experienced the 40X, it was when Ju- the latest Jurassic Park movie came out. Yeah. And that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. That chair wouldn't stop vibrating for anything. And yeah. then it kept hitting me with wind, water, spit. I don't know. What the hell? Spit. Well, I don't know. I consider it spit because it was like random water just splashing in my face. I'm like, who the fuck is spitting at it, me? It was, it was dragon spit. <laughs> you know, especially when like Dinosaur the TX spit. would roar and yeah. then you can see the saliva coming out. It was like water spraying in your face to give you that feel of like it actually roaring in your face. Yeah. That's so fun. was it too much? Yes. Okay. Yes. And you can't stop it. <laughs> I think they have a stop button, but it's, so. but you fuck it up for everybody else's. That's yeah. because this is like in rows. Yeah. Row of four. Yeah. So I was like, oh, and I, it's just like, bam, bam, bam. you can't even eat popcorn. I know you're not supposed what? to. I tried to drink my drink and I remember I opened it at the beginning and I had to fucking down it because it does like throw you. Yeah. It's, it's so fun though. It should, and what's more, not more fun, but, and I, you know, I kind of wanted to save it for the episode, but fuck it. Just fuck, wa- it, bro. Just, fuck it, go for it. Just watching everybody else in the theater go crazy yeah. <laughs> like, is like the like most hilarious thing. Sometimes it's a little distracting. Like I'm not even looking at the movie. You're I'm just looking, looking at, at people. Like, you know. Reactions. Yeah, because everybody's supposed to be going through the same reaction as you. So when you know, if you get thrown, <laughs> everybody's getting thrown. Everybody's getting thrown the same. Yeah. So it's just so fun. Is it worth the price? So because it talk- is a little bit more expensive. We talked about it in a different episode. So I actually have the Regal Unlimited app. So it wasn't that expensive. It was like ten bucks for me. Oh, that's not bad, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking. I think of it like for so because we I go to a lot of movies. So for me, going to the movies is like having a, a yearly pass for like a theme park. Yeah, that shit kind of is like a theme park. It is, and it's I don't know. It's, it's just especially the cool. 40x. It's like an end, a never ending roller coaster. Yeah. Well, so there. So I don't know. You said you saw Jurassic Park. So they have like lulls in the movie, like where you know they're just talking or whatever. Yeah. But there's like a scene, and uh, you know, I kind of want to get through this, but <laughs> there's a scene where. I guess in the Blue Beetle, there's an action scene or whatever. And, you know, you get thrown. And then after a while, you kind of anticipate it and you're getting ready for it. So they knock him down or whatever. And then out of nowhere, like you can kind of feel the chair go back to rest. So fucking like he gets knocked down. And then out of nowhere, like the fight just starts up again. And then I uh, like got <laughs> rejolted or whatever, like mid movie. And I'm like, damn, I guess we're still in an action scene. Yeah. No, <laughs> so, but Jurassic Park, it was like constant yeah. back to back to back to back action scenes. And I was like, damn, bro, there's no break. <laughs> I, know. I chose the wrong movie to watch this in 40X. <laughs> That's why I always said, I think I said in an episode. Um, uh, Avatar. In the Avatar episode. That if you're going to watch it in 40X, just make sure that it, you're ready for that constant rocking and left to right and being like thrown out of your chair. Because yeah. sometimes you feel like you're slipping out and you got to push yourself back in the chair. There's, yeah, no seat There's no seatbelts. There's no like like a regular roller coaster bar that comes down and straps you in. Like there's none of that. So it's so and it's, funny. It's hard. It's not like like <laughs> this tiny little movement or jerk or whatever. It literally like is throwing you out of the chair. Like that's what it wants. <laughs> like that's its objective. It's like I got to get this nigga out of the chair. <laughs> yeah, really. But pick a movie that you think is going to be well worth it. But I would... 
definitely not consider a movie that it, you know is going to be action packed. Like every nah, because man. then I, I just you can't enjoy the movie, man. Especially when you're constantly being jerked it's around. Four DX though, that's what it's supposed to do. I guess. I guess. I mean, you're not gonna. You're not saying go watch like a silent movie on four DX, right? That's nah. not. You're not saying that, right? Not like a silent movie. I. I wish I I think I would have been better off watching Jurassic Park normally. Really, I got the full experience for my first time, so that just kind of made me get a feel of what 4DX really is. Yeah. So then, like in the future, I would pick like something that I know is not going to be like super packed <laughs> with action. <laughs> but then cool. again, like I do get what you're saying. Like get your money's worth it's because it yeah. is a little bit more pricey. Yeah. Well, so I mean. You don't have to watch a 4DX then. And don't bring your grandma or anybody with a <laughs> oh bad back God, or so like funny. A, a messed up hip. Because <laughs> There's old people, young people, big people, small people, all just in these seats. And it's just hilarious. It's <laughs> just so funny. Jesus. So, so anyway, so Godzilla, okay. uh, minus one. So we're going to watch it. It's a movie that came out in Japan. Um, it's Toho Company. They re- they're doing their own Godzilla now in their MonsterVerse. Its opening day was three times larger than the Godzilla versus King Kong here in America. Okay. So over there, they it released at three million dollars day one. So that was though like a year after COVID. So it was like uh, March two uh, twenty twenty one. So maybe that's why kind of hurt Godzilla versus King Kong, and it also came out for free, quote unquote. Um, if you had the HBO Max subscription, so you know it's doing it's doing big waves. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited, I'm bro. Looking forward to see it. And you guys should be looking forward to a review out of that movie from us. Yeah, like the week. The week it comes out. Yeah. So, you know, doing big things here at the norm. <laughs> All right, man. What's next? The last bit of news is uh, Bloodborne. So there's going to be a there's rumors about a Bloodborne movie um, in the works at Sony. So I I bring this up because not Bloodborne, but like there's a game that I'm that I want to kind of like stream. And it's kind of like in this realm of like Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Sekiro kind of thing. So it's a Souls game. OK. So and it is this is just a rumor. So they haven't done anything with Bloodborne since like, it, you know, it came out in I think 2015. But this is what it this is the what the report was, an insider report. Bloodborne. And this is just like a synopsis of basically the movie mm-hmm. and the game. Bloodborne follows the player's character, a hunter through a decrepit Gothic Victorian era inspired city of Darnam, <laughs> whose inhabitants are affected with a Bloodborne disease, which transforms its residents called uh, Yarnamites. <laughs> Uh, into horrific beasts attempting to find the source of the plague the player character unravels the city's mysteries while fighting beast and a surprise i I took out the last part because it is kind of like not a spoiler but it's something like a twisty part of the story so i also brought it up because you know it does kind of like lean into the topic of the episode which is attack on titan so yeah so quick question before we move on to the meat and potatoes. Yes. Is there a movie or a video game, a specific video game that you would love for it to turn into a movie? Could be live action or animated. A video game that I want them to turn into a movie, live action or animated. Mm-hmm. Take your time, bro. You I know. All the time in the world. I know. We'll, probably, <laughs> we'll cut this part out of the podcast. I don't know. I haven't really played a lot of video games in a while. Like a lot of the video game movies uh, that I want them to they don't make, gotta they, be new. They, they are going to make. They don't got to be new. It could be old. Something that you're like, damn, that would have been like a I wish they would have made that into a movie or something. That would have been so good. Mm, Def Jam. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. Def Jam? Def Jam. <laughs> you would see Snoop Dogg fucking stomp on somebody. Hey, man, you got the characters right there. <laughs> I was going to say Dead Space Online, man. Dead Space? I like as a horror, but not animated. I think it would look cool animated, but I think they can make a live action one. I mean, they already made like um, out of space horror movies kind of thing, but I yeah. think Dead Space, I like the vibes. 
would it have to be like do you like the dead space lore itself or just a like just a vibe just no no the lore itself like that darkness spaceship and i also i don't i don't know if you ever i mean we played it in the past but i don't i don't think you ever like played it all the way through right no so the story is actually pretty good yeah yeah so and i like the the monsters they're pretty creepy yeah those, those creatures and especially when they come out of like I feel like that movie will have so many jump scares because, you know, like you're anticipating like, oh, he's in the dark. Something's going to pop up. His flashlight's running out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> have you ever seen the movie? Um, um, What's it called? Silent. That silent. Is that movie where like an apocalypse comes, but you got to be like super oh, quiet. Uh, quiet place. Quiet place. Yeah. Like that. Like I, I love the quiet place. I thought it was like a unique concept of a scary movie oh, where no. like you're like, shut the fuck up. Shit. Like that movie is quiet too. That movie it, sometimes it, is- there's there is no sound and they don't even talk. Everything's like sign language or like lip reading yeah. or like you can kind of sense like what they're trying to say because like you would think to yourself like at that moment, like if it was you, you'd be like, fucking go. Like, <laughs> like yeah. you're not gonna well, say it, but you're gonna like that actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, because there's some moments, you know, with sound or whatever, but like but like <clears throat> even but it was so I love the way they just capture like even them like stepping on the sand you can hear like the footsteps on the sand and then like yeah. when they were like step on a leaf and you hear the crunch and you're like fuck bro <laughs> yeah I haven't seen the second one but that, the first one was really 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 good yeah I love the first one man I just like that concept I feel like yeah. they really played well with the whole quietness and like yeah. just the little good subtle thing. sounds will fucking freak you out because you knew I mean, after a while, they, they make some sounds that you're like, okay, well, this should have been heard by now. Like, yeah, but no, definitely. Dead Space, if they can play uh, a movie out of it and just play more with like the whole darkness and the whole flashlight thing, yeah. I think they could do a lot of jump scares <laughs> out of that. Now, on to the meat and potatoes. On to the meat and potatoes, man. Time mm-hmm. to eat, time to grub. Yeah, my favorite time. Yeah. <laughs> the dinner part. I'll be hungry sometimes. <laughs> hungry like a titan? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Attack on Titan. So it was a manga originally written by Hajime Isayama, serialized in Bisatsu Shonen Magazine. So it's not traditional Shonen Jump, but they are currently doing Blue Lock episode Nagi. So this manga ran for 11 and a half years from September of 2009 to April uh, 2021, going for 34 volumes. The TV series went for 10 years over five seasons from 2013 to just now 2023. Now I say five seasons just because of like the way that they do their seasons or their parts. So a question that I have to you, Lewis, yes. is, um, you, and you could even go into like, you know, what your opinion of it. But do you feel like this anime went for too long? The actual animation? Right. yes yeah because it went for 10 yeah years. man it was it was years. dragged on way too much like it was just like you felt like they were going to finish it and they just kept cutting it out like cutting it into like small bites and being like okay here here's this little bit wait till the next portion wait till the next portion and it's like why are you dragging this all? I, I get it in the business point of view like it's at the end of the day is money and if they kept dragging it on the way they did they were going to make more money because it is a very popular anime. Like, it got very popular. People were really into it. People were into, like, the conspiracies, their thought process. They were looking into, like, little things they might have missed. Just, like, the little hints that the um, the author would have dropped in there and that you could have missed. Or, like, certain sayings or maybe certain pictures. 
there was like a, a good conspiracy one. Well, it wasn't a conspiracy. Like at the beginning, a couple of episodes, you can actually see Aaron. That's what my homeboy in said. the crowd. Yeah. And you didn't notice that. And that was from season one. Right. right. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool that they like he is crazy because sometimes I always think like do when authors make a manga, do they make it as they go or do they already have like the whole story in mind? I feel like now you as an author, they like when you're doing it, especially like this, like they can plan as much as they can towards the end, but you're not going to have it like all mapped out. Like they don't have it all, 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 all written it. out. Yeah. And then from like A to it. C. No. So, so they'll have like A, maybe A, B and C, not so much the middle, but maybe they have an idea of what the final, like the finale should be then. Yeah. That's how I think. Or like how it should end. Nowadays, they have more planned than how it was before. Because, you know, you hear about how the, the creator of Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. He had Dragon Ball planned and then Dragon Ball Z was like a big jump, but that it, it also just came out like week to week. Yeah. So, you know, sort of like how it is now with Super. I feel like they didn't have all that planned when he was writing Dragon Ball. You know, that's a big example, but it does feel kind of like weird at points with Dragon Ball. Like some things don't match all the way. Like if like they say it's canon, but you're like, how is that canon? Like you're. Like, I, I guess you're right in what you're saying, because sometimes there's a lot of plot holes. Right. right, right. That you're like, wait, that, does, that doesn't add up or something that they switched up because, you know, whatever reason, it just correlated better or it was just better to change that portion. You know what I mean? Like certain parts. In the, and then you notice it as a, like an actual manga reader or anime viewer. You see like things like, wait, that I don't think that was meant to be there, but it's something that they just added like final minute or just to make it make sense or just to added there to make whatever is coming up make more sense well with those ones that we named like dragon ball i didn't mention naruto but like there's a lot of plot holes in naruto too yeah but the thing about those animes is that the action and the style is the focus where with this one attack on titan like the story is the crux yeah so i feel like you know with something like this you kind of have to have it all planned out like that and there was something that they just dropped in this recent episode like the the final episode Mm -hmm. that they kind of hinted at like way long time ago and it, you know it finally came out and i was like damn that you know that's that's something that i remember from like the opening and they didn't even hint at it in the manga or the uh, anime they hinted at it in the opening because you know how sometimes in an opening it'll kind of tell you the whole story or the whole season in the opening that's like true who, who's gonna like fall in love and they, you know they just do yeah they add like little uh little hints or yeah. like little the things that you normally wouldn't pay too much attention to it's usually like right at the beginning. You're like, oh, if you watch it, you technically get like hints of like what's coming up. And then if you keep watching the show, when when those things do happen and you see it in the intro, then you're like, damn, it was right there the whole time. <laughs> so that's another reason why I try not to watch intros. I, like, I know I watch it the first time just because it, like it's so much hype, but definitely like with the music as well. So I at just least want- on Crunchyroll, there's no option to skip the intro. <laughs> that's true. So um, I just want to quote something um, that's going to that because they did an interview after the series ended mm-hmm. with um hajime isayama yeah um they did an interview with him and something that he had um said and i'm gonna quote right now he says that was pretty much there from the beginning the story that starts with the victim who then goes through the story and becomes the aggressor so basically he had already envisioned the ending right from the beginning so he kind of already knew how the ending was gonna go or like what he had in mind for the ending right when he started producing this anime yeah or the, or the manga when he when yeah he when he started uh, yeah making the manga so like he kind of already knew so he kind of had the beginning and end and then he just needed the middle 
you know, he had like imagined, okay, well, this is how I wanted to begin. This is what it's going to be about. And this is how I want it to end. Let me just figure out the middle as I go. And sometimes when you, I'm assuming that when you do a manga, you have to have the money to back it up in order to do it, right? So you have to like hit it with a publisher or something like that. Doesn't that how it usually works? So he's writing this from the publisher already, like Bisetsu, so that's, Shonen Magazine. Okay, so so sometimes when you present something to a publisher and be like, hey, I have this idea for this manga, you know, but this is how much I have and this is the ending that I want, you know, like some type of like the ending that I wanted to record. Like, how does it sound? Yeah. Is that how it works? I think so. Okay. Think so Just because like, you know, you do have the story beats and especially like with the attack on Titan, like that name itself had to do with the front, middle and end. So, yeah, you know, I think he does have it outwardly lined up. Would but, you say that this is... But is that? Well, why did it take so long then if he had it all lined up? You know, I just think it's the animation because remember the people that animated this one was MAPPA and right. MAPPA has a bunch of other projects that they're working on too besides right. Attack on Titan. Yeah, and so. they're so limited with staff that, you know what I mean? Like they probably have a group of people that are dedicated to just Attack on Titan. They have a group of people that are dedicated to another anime that they're producing and so on, so on. So when they're done with that anime, they're probably like, hey, can you jump on Attack on Titan's group and help them out <laughs> right. to, so that we can start releasing this stuff? Yeah. And like you said, um, we had said that a lot of these people aren't even getting paid good I because they're, we're watching, like, we're not supposed to watch it for free because us, like, going to those websites that we can watch anime for free doesn't really gain anything for the people creating it who's, because they don't get paid from that. Who's we, bro? I'm just saying, like the people. I'm not talking about you and me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying the we people have that crunchy, we have Crunchyroll. We have Crunchyroll account. Like, but Crunchyroll actually, like us having that account, that money goes to those people. They Kinda. make a portion of that because yeah. that's how they make their money. But when we, when other people go to like those websites where they can watch it for free, just know that it also affects those um, production houses because they don't make money from that. Yes, they get their content viewed. Yes, we share it. Yes, we make podcasts on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> we put it out there for people to watch. And then we make sh short videos. We make TikToks. We make reels about it. And they get the recognition to get more people to jump on it. You know what I mean? And watch it. But that's why they're not they're not getting paid as well. Because they don't have like an actual platform where people can just hop on it, pay a subscription or pay a certain amount. And then they get a portion of that money to then pay the employees that are producing this contest for us. Yeah, no, I, for sure, for sure. Well, so uh, MAPPA, the studio house or whatever that mm -hmm. produced it, so they blame season three having two parts on the production. So they're saying that they were understaffed or whatever, and then they weren't able to keep up. So that's why uh, season three was broken up into two parts. Oh, okay. And then season four, the final season, had three parts. And this one was a little bit more straightforward where... They held off because they wanted the manga to finish so that they wouldn't have to like, but just so they wouldn't have to invent or guess the ending and like do their own thing. They kind of like wanted to wait for the manga to finish before they finished the anime. I got you. So because uh, like I said earlier, the manga finished in 2021. Like I know it's, you know, 2023 right now, but that was like two years ago <laughs> that it just finished. Like it, it went for 11 and a half years before it finished. Yeah. So that makes a little bit more sense. And then the first three seasons of the anime was produced by Wit Studio. So they did Spy X Family, Vinland Saga, and this other anime called Ranking of Kings. We had talked about it on our last episode, Ranking of Kings. 
It's an anime that they're showing for free on the Crunchyroll streaming site. Okay. So I don't, we had talked about it. We said that, you know, it looked kind of weird. I didn't really do too much research on it. I kind of wish I did because my friend of mine is watching it and he says it's actually really, really good. Oh, Ranking, I haven't seen that one. Ranking of Kings. Ranking it's of it's kind of like, it's kind of, it's not like Game of Thrones, but it's like, it looks innocent and it's not, I haven't it's seen innocent. it. It's, I haven't seen it to be fair. So but Attack it, on Titan started <clears throat> innocent. Well, no, innocent it, Aaron. Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> hopes and dreams of what's beyond the wall. <laughs> the style makes it look like kind of kiddish, but yeah. it, it, it does handle like adult themes. And like, there's like, there's like a bad guy who looks like the bad guy, but he's actually a nice guy. And the, you know, there's a bunch of stuff like that, but whatever. So which, which studio did these animes for the first three seasons? Then the last seasons were done by Ma- Mappa. Mappa. So and we have a video coming out about that, like actual production houses and which one we like the most. Because yeah, well, some production houses do way much better in animation than others. For that episode, I kind of want to get into, I don't want it to be a controversial episode, but I kind of want to do a lot of research about these different uh, studios mm-hmm. and how they compare, like how their whole business is over there with how manga gets adapted into anime. Yeah. Like who's in charge? Like why does some go to some... Uh, animation houses and why do some go to the other ones why is there a switch like this where you know the first three seasons of an anime will be uh i can name one one anime that got ruined because of that switch one piece not one Uh, piece well my bad one punch man one punch man yeah when um everybody was saying like how great one punch man was and the animation on um season one but when they dropped season two they changed animation house and people were complaining about that yeah well, I mean, the thing with Attack on Titan is that not that you don't really notice it, but like the last episode came out and that shit looked kind of clean. Because like Mappa, the bro, they yeah, do they, clean work over there. So what? They, so ones that they do is they do, like you said, they do a bunch of, of animes. Right mm-hmm. now they're doing Chainsaw Man and they're doing Hell's Paradise, Jujutsu Kaisen. And now they do the second season of Vinland Saga. Oh, man, they were cooking with Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, Ooh. right. I, I don't know. Have you watched any yet? I watched like the first couple episodes. Okay. So I've seen the fights. Like, I think he fights the fights are good, man. On top of like the, the uh, hand to hand combat. Oh, yes, my God, man. it's good. That's nice. Mappa, we do. Mappa drops heat, man. Mappa also produced. Um, Wait, I don't think it was Mappa. Was it? There's a production house that starts off like with a motorcycle thing. Like, it, it was in the start of um, Megalobox. Megalobox starts with that production introduction, which is like a motorcycle. I can't. Re- I don't know if it's Mappa though. I don't know. Um, uh, TMS Entertainment. TMS. I I like TMS. They were they're, they're the ones that did it. I, I thought it was Mega the Box. My bad. Um, so it was made no, they with did, TMS. They, they did Mega the Box. Who? Uh, TMS. No, no, no. I thought it was um Mappa that did it. Okay. No, no, you're right. Um, TMS, and they're they usually have like a little clip of their introduction, and it's like a motorcycle rider, and it's just, it looks pretty cool. So it was TMS Entertainment that made Medicola Box. The reason I like TMS, and it, you know, it only came from like you know a couple articles, but they, I, out of the companies that I've been reading about, like Madhouse, um, have you heard of Madhouse? They they treat their employees nice. Yeah. At TMS. TMS. Yeah, or at least they pay them nice. So how about the other ones? They don't treat them nice. I want to save it for the episode. But That's my, true, my, man. My, There's a lot of research to do on that well, one. Map, There's a lot of questions. Map is one of the ones that you know is in like with controversy. Like when you hear about like that they sleep on at their desk, they sleep under their desk, and they wake up and they you know just all day back at it. Yeah. That that you know they're they're and I'll do they're it. hardworking too. Well, you know what? I've heard that the work ethics in Japan is really harsh. 
we're, we're gonna do an episode. Look at Xavier. Like you know, there's a lot of good information in there. I know, like, I, but we're we're here to talk about Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. So before we get into the uh, final episode, I kind of wanted to go into Game of Thrones um, comparisons. So because you in a previous video, and I think it maybe had even been our first video, talked about how Attack on Titan is very similar to Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. So not one to one, but in like these vague themes. Yeah, like the. So you want to go into that or? Yeah, yeah. So I've said in the past that they it reminds me of Game of Thrones, just like the twists and turns. Um, there was a point, you know, especially the, my my number one complaint with, when it came to Game of Thrones was the fact that they kept switching the main character. Right. You felt like one person was the main character because like all the information and like the amount of camera. Uh, screen time screen time that they got made you feel like they were they were the main characters just so then they could get killed off later and you're like wait i thought that was the main character i thought it was like the focus of the show was that one character and it's not it's like you get a bunch of different characters so there was a point in attack on titan where aaron dies and you're like whoa i thought he was the main character so you're like wait if it's not aaron the main character is it his friend um uh, Armin. Armin. Is it Armin? Is Armin the main character? And then later, like two episodes later, you see this brand new Attack on Titan. I'm like, bro, that looks just like Aaron. Bro, <laughs> is that Aaron? And then you like figure out it is Aaron. And you're like, oh, so he what? So he is the main character. So they they do like little hints like that. And it was like one of my first, maybe not the first to ever do it, but I felt to me like that was the first anime that I've ever seen the main character get killed off. And like disappear for a couple of episodes. But that's just me. That's just me. There's probably is an anime out there before Attack on Titan that probably did the same thing. But to me, I I can't remember any other animes where I felt like the main character was dead. I was like, what the hell? Like, So the thing that's different, I guess, about is with Game of Thrones, when they kill the main character, it is like not that it's on purpose, obviously, but that it's a subversion of like who you you think this guy is the hero and you think like he actually is the hero. To be honest, yes. like he's the the most goodest guy or whatever, and they kill him to show that the world kills good guys. Place. Yeah, so if you you like, have to be witty, outsmart people, and sometimes evil in order to or just selfish, like and selfish, yes, selfish. in order to like stay Survive. alive in that world, yeah. in that world of Game of Thrones. And it kind of is like that with um, and it is Titan. game, and it is it, and I like the. The, the phrase Game of Thrones because it is a game. It's like a chest where you have like you're, you're either the knight, the queen, but you got to figure out like wh- where you're at in that chess board and how to survive. Yeah. And if that means sacrificing some of your good people, your foot soldiers or even your king, then that's what you got to do in order to beat the game. Right. No, man. If you, you if you sacrifice the king in chess, you lose. Oh well, I don't know. I, I, okay, it's just to show you I haven't played chess, <laughs> so I, I was just thinking like that. Like there, send the king for the knight, <laughs> right? But I'm just saying, you never know because some of these knights were backstabbers in the Game of Thrones. I know. You know I, what I mean? So that's what I'm trying to say. Like it, it yeah, felt yeah. like it was an actual game of Survivor, or like who can survive to the very end, right? And, right. and it's like being witty. It was like the game Survivors. I don't know if you ever seen that show on like the island yeah on that island and they they all have to be like witty sometimes they have to backstab people they have to be sneaky in order to make it to the very end and win the i don't know the million dollar price or whatever (laughs) you win the survivor (laughs) but that's what i'm saying but that's how it felt like with attack on titan like you just lost the main character and it was just a lot of twists and turns and a lot of questions because you kept like they kept showing you stuff and you were like wait like what does that mean or how did Aaron get there like what is in the basement 
There was a point where I was like fixated on the fucking basement. I'm like, what's in the basement? Like that this man has the key, but they can't get to the basement because it's been overtaken. Shit. It's been over. Sorry, man. I'm getting too hyped. I'm smacking my <laughs> mic around it. You know, like he's like, it's been overtaken by Titans and they have to get to his house so they right. can get to the basement because there's like, you know, there's more clues of like what's really going on outside the walls. And then you start learning like there was like a a part that like it, I think it was like season two it ended and there was a crack on the wall and then like an eye of a huge chest Titan. You're like, what? And it ended up like in a cliffhanger. You're like, what the hell? There's <laughs> Titans on the walls. Like, and now you're like, bro, this anime is so good because it just keeps you on your toes. You're constantly questioning and trying to figure it out. And that's what I think that's what makes Attack on Titan that good. It's just that twists and turns, twists and turns. And you're just like, bro, what's next? What's coming? Like, let me figure this out. Yeah. Well, I remember in our top 10 episode, we were talking about like, is the twist and turns in Attack on Titan better than uh, Death Note? And I feel like they're both up there, but I just like the storytelling in Attack on Titan. I like oh, how yeah. you said, like you had this world and then all of a sudden they introduce something that's like, it changes everything, everything about it. So yeah, everything like you, you have an image of what this world is. And then they just throw a wrench at it and you're like, wait, fuck, what the hell? Like, and now you're trying to refigure everything out again. And then right when you think you have it to the T, they throw another wrench at it. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Then you, you start learning like cool things. And it's like you get immersed into this world. Like you really get immersed into it and you're you feel like you're part of it. And you're like, you're trying to figure it out. Like you're with Aaron. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then later you find out like. It's, oh my god you know what i mean like <laughs> so, so some of the game of thrones comparisons that i have um so they both have elements of fantasy and a medieval renaissance kind of era yeah. with its own unique element you mm-hmm. know one being like dragons and the other one being titans they both have very gruesome and surprising deaths mm-hmm. so not just like the main character because obviously in game of thrones when they kill the main guy or even like you know an attack on titan like they're all kind of the main characters like the, you know there's naruto who's well, naruto, that's that's like sasuke and uh sakura and like if like those characters kind of make it through the series. No, because they're like the this main one, characters. But no, no, the beauty about it too is that, like you said, one thing I was saying, like you get immersed into the world to the point that almost every character has, like, it's like you feel like that character could be the main character. And there probably are mm-hmm. the main characters in their own subjective world. So like when some people died, you're but like, attack fuck. Attack on Titan though? Because you're, you feel like you're Aaron. And like there was a part when he joins the military and the scouts and then he starts making friends with everybody yeah. and just like being a part like feeling like it's a family you know what i mean like every you you're there to protect everybody you don't want nobody to die but then once they get attacked and then they have to go into like actual war with the titan for the first time and they think they're prepared but they're really not and then people start dying off and you're like thomas no yeah like you don't know thomas like that because they don't really give him a backstory too much. But you're like, Thomas. They, so, okay. But you when, know, we what, used to eat together. I know. Right? <laughs> you know so, what I mean? So when they, when they do the stuff with Anne, they do give those characters like a little bit of backstory like before they kill them. So that's yeah. the thing. You know, the surprising thing, but also gruesome. So I know Attack on or Attack on Titan. Game of Thrones is on HBO Max. So they're a, a, or, you know able to get away with like tearing people in half and like all these like gruesome deaths. I know you haven't seen it, but. No, I haven't seen it like they all have, of it, but they have gruesome deaths in uh, Game of Thrones. So they're also both very political. So Attack on Titan mm-hmm. gets more political towards the end, while Game of Thrones, you know, starts with the Game of Thrones. 
they have betrayal. So both have betrayal. And then that's kind of like not a downfall, but that's something that kind of bothered me while I was like rewatching it, even this most recent time. But betrayal. All the betrayal. On Attack on Titan or Game of Thrones? Oh, okay. okay. Like, you know, they're switching sides all the time. And then, you know, they even say it like there's a point towards the end where I think his name is Connie. He's like, he's like, what, Aaron, is he on our side or is he not on our side? And they go to save him. And then he like teams up with them but then he fucking betrays them and he's like i am so sick of all this betrayal and i'm like watching it i'm like yeah me you you and me, me too, too Connie, Connie, man. <laughs> i'm like god damn i can't tell who's who whose side am i on right you know because it's it's that's the beauty of attack on Titan. because you get presented <laughs> with two points of views yeah. of like what you think they should do to correct the madness of the world of Attack on Titan, to correct um, their economic or their social status or, you know, whatever is going on at that moment. You're like, OK, like maybe they should do this or they should do that. But there's so many point of views that are then pointed out to you that you're like, you don't know where to stand because this sounds pretty good. This sounds like this might fix the problems, but yeah. this might sound like it fixed the problem. And I think there's a huge dilemma in that world. And then I get what you're saying. Like Connie was like very confused because he's like, well, I don't know what is right and wrong anymore. And especially when they keep getting introduced to new information. And it's not like, oh, it's small information. And it's like, whatever. No, it's like huge, important information that could literally change their way of thinking, their way of how they're going to run the world. The, you know what I mean? Like, but the way of who's they, evil and who's good. The way they handle it is like decent as far as like the way it ended. And I do want to talk about, you know, the ending. But the thing that I like and dislike is that it's all generational. So they do a lot of flashbacks and then you're also unsure about who. Obviously, the people who are like beating the kids are the bad guys. But there's just so much like politics and kingdoms and knights and shit that it's like, OK, well, who's the bad guy? Who's like. Who's who's oppressing and who's just like retaliating? In the beginning of season one, you're shown that there is a common enemy. That's right. Right. right? Like there is one common enemy. That's the enemy. That's what we need to take down. And then in season two or maybe season three, you're then later learn about what's on the other side of the walls, on the other side of the island. And then their point of view of why I think season three Paralysis is the common enemy, right. why they need to be exterminated. And then you're like, oh, well, I see their point of view of why they want to terminate them. And then we see the point of view of why they view them as the enemy. So there's like two different worlds colliding and their opinions colliding to like, you're wrong. Like each pointing fingers at each other. Like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. Your thought process is wrong. (laughs) Like, we're not the enemy. You attacked us first. Yeah, you're the attack on Titan. Right? You attacked us first. And then later on, you never know. You attacked us first. Like, (laughs) it's it's a whole back and forth game. There's real world examples that I don't want to get into. But like, once it gets like that generational, once it gets like 2000 years ago, like, I don't really care anymore. (laughs) And there was like a a thing that I love was that they were like, well, you know, that's something that our past generations did. Yeah. Why is that still affecting us today? Like, why is like, I don't hate you. I don't even know you. I think there was a season where I felt like that. It was um the little girl. I can't remember her name that oh. came into the island. Yeah. And then she met one of the, like the she met one of the girls that uh, I think she like worked in a farm mm-hmm. and that was helping her out. And then when she figured out that she was not from the island, but she was from the other. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. That she was like, oh, I hate you. You hate me. And they're like, well, why? Why? They were just friends a moment ago, not knowing that information. 
You know what I mean? And she was treating her nice and he and she was treating her nice and they were both treating each other nice until they figured out who they really were. And they were like, oh, well, I hate you. I hate you. And it's like a generational hate being passed down to the next generation when it really has nothing to do with them at all. It had to do with like whatever, you know, whatever person in person hated each other. But why does that generation hate has to keep bouncing from one generation to another generation when it got nothing to do with them anymore? Because of the Titans, man. Because of that tree. I know, but I, I thought I, that I was like. I kind of want to get into like uh, Titans versus Dragons. But the more I'm looking at this, I think all Titans would kill Dragons. <laughs> I think definitely the, the Colossal Titan would kill Oh, dragons. yeah. I think the Armored Titan would kill a Dragon. Definitely the female. <laughs> you were thinking about that? Like if I, a Titan would fight a Dragon, who yeah, would win? Yeah. I think the Titan would win. And plus, they if, if the Dragon doesn't know the weak points, then technically a Titan will continue to generate and generate and generate. Even if you burn it? Because they burn it. Like if you burn the whole thing. But if you also, I mean, they they were experimenting with the Titans. They, they were, were trying yeah. to find different ways of hurting or causing and them they finally pain. Got to the nape, and know. when they got to the nape, that's when they noticed like once you hit the nape, they die. They don't generate. They don't try to come back. They don't nothing. So I mean, if if a dragon would burn, if they would burn a whole Titan all the way to a crisp, they will eventually hit the nape, right? But They'll be part those, of it. Those abnormal and those regular Titans. Yeah. Um, do you think? 10 titans could kill a dragon like the abnormal titans the abnormal the the, the like, ones that have like no sense of right they're just like the zombie titans. yeah i think they would kill a dragon yeah yeah they yeah. will overpower the dragon eventually i think so you know what i mean um numbers sometimes will eventually overcome one <laughs> okay yeah the 10 10 will be bigger than one and eventually overcome it no matter how strong that one is i think that's logic but yeah I think a Titans will win in a dragon fight. All right. I didn't even think of that, man. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a question. Well, just a comparison, like, you know, between Attack on Titan and Game of Thrones. So Attack on Titan, besides the Titans, they don't have anything extra, like get how Game of Thrones has like magicians and witches and dire wolves and zombies. So Game of Thrones or Game of Thrones, Attack on Titan just has the Titans. titans. And it does get kind of like crazy as well. There's like these different types of Titans. Mm -hmm. armor titans and just even you know the whole idea of like people turning into a titan yeah all right so let's go ahead and talk about the ending or just you know overall so what did you think of the ending loved it loved it loved it, it i thought it was well animated it right? was great the, it was the scenes so were well. so smooth yeah. and like just no it was good man it was good i, I feel like maybe them giving that extra time to work on it so sometimes it's, it's worth, beneficial to us yeah the weight yeah, because they have time. They're not. I'm not. They're not rushing it. And then you feel like certain parts feel like weird. Like like uh, Dragon Ball Super. There's parts that look really choppy. Like in the animation. In the animation. Mm. You know what I mean? There's just parts that just doesn't look right, or they make Goku look super skinny or something. Like it just doesn't look right. It felt like they were being rushed, like just to get it out. You know what I mean? But this, like you said, they have. Uh, you know, they only have a certain amount of numbers of people that work in that studio. And they work on many projects, not just one. So, you know, but they took their time. The animation was beautiful. MAPPA always do their thing, you know, so <laughs> I can't blame them. And the work that came out of that studio for that finale was really good. Um, I was not expect. I knew it was going to be like an hour long, but I thought it was going to be like an hour, hour long. Half, yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect it. I didn't think it was going to be like an hour and a half because I thought it was going to be an hour long and then a couple of more episodes and then done. I didn't know it was going to be like a whole fucking movie. 
yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like just so it's three episodes back to back because they even started. Like, yeah, it was like chapter one chapter, or like the, chapter one, two, three, and then this most recent one was four, five, and the final. One, yeah. Actually. So so I was like impressed. I was impressed. I loved it, man. Do you want to go into like what we thought of the finale? Because I got like a couple of things that I did not like about the finale. Yeah, so yeah. So actually, so I mean, as far as I think so, yeah. as, as far as for me, I did like it. I liked it a lot. My friends, so my friends were telling me and, you know, this is not a spoiler, but so they were talking shit about it. So a lot of my friends who are heavy heavy into anime, they couldn't wait for it. Like they couldn't wait for today or or whenever it came out. So they just Saturday. They just went into the manga. So they're like, "Okay, I'm not going to wait. I'm, I'm going to read it. I'm just going to read the manga. Like the manga just finished, I'm going to read it." So they did that and you know, like like we were talking about, it's, it's animated beautifully, but they were let down with the ending, like a lot of them. And while I'm watching this, and I hate, you know, being primed like that, but I'm watching it and they're waiting for me to say that it's just okay. So I, there's a lot of parts that I liked a lot. And then there's some parts that kind of like dipped low and then it would just like rise up. So I'd have like these two peaks and then I do want to lean towards like, like, I don't want to give it a number score, but... I liked it a lot more than I didn't like it, like way more than like the low parts. Mm. So as far as like, you know, so to you, there was more this big, long, ongoing uh, manga and anime. Yeah. So to you, there was more positive than there was negative. And like, the yeah. was there? OK, so I want to go into the things I did not like. Good. And then that way you can point out the things you didn't like. Yeah. So in this finale, I personally thought they did Levi wrong. Really? Why? He was, he was, uh, they didn't, wrong. I'm going I'm to explain why I they think gave they him, didn't, they wrong. gave him his, no. the, the ending that he wanted. That's not that scene. I was the like, ending damn. that he wanted was him killing Seek. That right. was his final objective, his final yes. mission, especially for his captain Irwin. Yeah. That was like literally what he wanted the most. And he did. And he did it. But okay, after that part, I, I thought felt they like were they friend. did him wrong. I thought they were friends. No, they he were come, never friends. So he Zeke, knew how much, how many people he um or um Zeke had killed. Zeke and Armin become like friends or whatever in the afterlife, and then Zeke comes out of the uh the you know Aaron, and he's like like waving. He's like, hey Levi, is is, is this who you wanted to see? And like, it was a real turning moment. Like the, so, the Titans start turning on the Titans, and like yeah. it looks like they're about to win. And then out of nowhere, uh, Levi Zeke. just comes in and, and just chops, chops off his head, head off. Oh my god! It was the so anger of gangster. just seeing Zeke. Just oh like his intuition God. kicked it. It was like, he didn't even think about it. It was like a flash, like, <laughs> no, bam. You must, were like, God damn, yeah, bro, must, what the hell? just got over there. Jesus, man, how do you get from point A to point B so quick? Okay, so wait, I didn't even think Seek in, in, anticipated that. I don't even think he was mm. waiting for him to like chop off his head. I think I he think was trying so. to divert him. But I don't think he was no. like expecting to die right there at that moment. I think, I think he was sacrificing himself. I think he you was. Think so? I think so because him and Armin became friends, or not became friends, but they, they okay. to the common goal or whatever. And they knew that he had to die, like that they had to take away the power of the time because he, he has the power of the I titans. Know. So, but still, back to what I was saying. I yeah. think they did Levi wrong at the end. At the very end. At I the very say, end. Yeah. And the reason they why I say wrong, that. No, they did him wrong. Bro. Go ahead, go ahead, they, go ahead. they made Levi look like fucking Lieutenant Dan from uh, Forrest Gump. Okay. You know how Lieutenant Dan was literally, his thing was, I wanted to die in the battlefield. 
He's like, my past generations died and Forrest Gump saved his ass. And then he was depressed because he was ended up in a wheelchair. That's the same thing they did to Levi. The ending, when I thought he was leaning on the rock and then oh, he saw his captain, Irwin, um, his best, all his friends and his, um, yeah, you know, everybody else. I really thought it was going to be him, like, you know, because they gave him the salute and everything. Like, we're proud of you, Levi. You completed the mission that we all wanted to accomplish. You did it. I thought it was going to be him, like, walking into the afterlife with them and joining them. That would have been the most beautiful ending for Levi. I would have shed, like, a couple of tears for Levi. I was like, bro, he deserved to go with his partners in the afterlife. That's what he deserved. Not this whole, I'm in a fucking wheelchair, missing eye, can't use my legs. And then he has a box and I don't know if he's giving out candy or what he's giving out. That was his ending, bro. He didn't didn't even go to the ship towards the end to go back to the island. He literally stayed there because he was, he's useless now. Oh my God, he's giving out candy to the kids. He's useless now. You think, you think Levi, you think Levi's ending, you think that's what he wanted? To give out candy, to be paralyzed, missing one whole eye, just to give out candy. They did, just like Lieutenant Dan, they did him wrong, bro. I was thinking more like Mike Guy. No, bro. They Mike Guy, at least he had, no, nah, bro. Levi should have had died in the battlefield and joined his brothers in the afterlife. That would have been the most respectful way of ending Levi's character. That would have been the most been respectful badass. way to do it. It would have been badass. He completed sad, the mission and he finally, yeah, and he finally got to join his crew. He finally got to join his platoon. That's what should have happened. The same thing that um they did for what's her name? Hench. Hench? Hanji. Hanji. The same thing they did for Hanji. She sacrificed herself. And at the end of the day, she got the best justification. She got to sacrifice herself for the greater good. And then she got to see her platoon. In the afterlife, she got to join them. But Levi was the last one standing. So why? So you wanted the scouts to die with him? Yes, he completed the mission. So he can die? Yes. Why leave him in a wheelchair? To be alive. And do what? Pass out candy? To be the leader of the next generation He wasn't even the leader. He wasn't even the leader. It literally just showed him in a wheelchair and like this weird farm giving out candy to people or what? I don't think it was Kenny, but whatever the hell he was giving. It was, was candy. lollipops and shit. Yeah. That was his ending. Levi, the greatest Ackerman. Ackerman. The, the greatest Ackerman. The greatest fucking scout to live. This man was a prodigy. And this is how they finish him off in a wheelchair giving out candy? They give him a happy ending? I think no. I think you're fixated on the candy. No, bro. They, he, no. You think that's they, they just park him there? No, I think so, too. He's like a vending no, machine now? No, bro. They should have just let him die in the battlefield and join his brothers in the afterlife. That would have been that the most that been dope. greatest way to let Levi go. I mean, I felt so hurt inside when I saw that after I seeing did. him in a wheelchair. I'm I like, did. bro, I did. I was like, why? Damn. Why, bro? They just should have let him die. I know <laughs> he was in the verge of dying anyways. That man was so his body was so fucked up from the last fight with his brother, um, Seek. Like he was already fucked up from that last fight and yeah, he pushed his lightning. body. Yeah. yeah. And he pushed his body to the limit to kill Seek. Completed his life goal mission. That last mission he had to complete. He did it. Let the neck, let the man go. 
They should have just let him go, bro. You can live in a wheelchair. <laughs> Fuck that, man. <laughs> Fuck that. So if, if, you get par- if you get paralyzed, what? That's it for you or what? Nah, man. <laughs> he he did what he had to do. Right. He was one of the greatest. He was a prodigy. And for them to just let him live in a wheelchair was messed up. I think they should have just let him go and joined <laughs> his brothers in the afterlife. That's it. It should have been. The scene should have been them standing in front of Levi, giving him the scout salute. And then Levi returning the Scott salute and walking towards them to join them in the afterlife. His legs are broken. No, no, no. Like his, (laughs) no, I'm talking about like leaving his body behind his afterlife, like walking towards them. That would have been such a beautiful ending for Levi. And it's not like they needed Levi afterwards. It was done. His, like his, his whole life was to kill Titans. There is no more Titans to kill. He literally trained from little, like that's what he, he gave himself to do. He trained himself to the fingertip of how to kill titans now he doesn't even have that anymore now he's in a wheelchair handing out lollipops okay come on bro don't do <laughs> levi like that that was my only downfall to that that's it that's the only thing the other part was you know i think it's crazy and this falls back to the ending um the the author um he said that he could have changed the ending to make it a little bit more positive or more like you know aaron gets to live he gets to maybe go on secluded island with just Mikasa and then live their life together or whatever, because technically that's what Mikasa wanted. So a thing that I noticed was that, um, what's her name? Um, Yamir, the founding Titan, right? Yamir. So with Yamir, I felt like she gave, she loved King Fritz, right? Right. To the very end, even though King Fritz didn't give a fuck about her, treated her like shit, caught her tongue, impregnated her three times, had her kids eat her. Just to continue the power. You know, I mean, King Fritz was a fucking asshole. But she loved this man to the very end. The toxicity or whatever. She didn't care. (laughs) She just loved this man. Even after afterlife, she still served them. Right? I felt like Aaron had to show her that it was okay for her to let go. To let go of this love that she has for... or, Or this thing of this urge of wanting to continue to serve the king. He had to show her that she could let go. And I felt like she he showed her by showing her Mikasa. Like, hey, Mikasa is technically you because Mikasa was willing to do anything. She she even said it. I am willing to give up my life for er, um Aaron. Like I, I'm willing to give up my life. Like this she was she would literally have ride and die for this man, no matter what decisions he ended up taking. Like he she wanted to be part of like part of him. She would have probably been like next to his side as he like killed the whole population. She didn't care. Like she wanted to be there with him. And of course, you know, Aaron knew that. So that's why he constantly kept pushing her away. Like just pushing her away. Like, no, you stay on that side. You stay on that side. Let me do what I got to do. You stay on that side. You stay with Armin. You stay there. You know what I mean? Like, I hate you. Blah, blah, blah. I never loved you. I never cared about you. Like, blah, blah, blah. He was trying, like, generally trying to hurt her. But I feel like he was showing Ymir that if Mikasa can kill me, no matter how much she loved me, she can let me go then you can do it too. And, and at the end of the day, Mikasa ends up killing Aaron, right? Knowing damn well that she would never see Aaron again. Maybe in their like past life or whatever. But knowing that she was going to live the rest of her life without him. And like that was like a very tragic moment. Like very sad. Because you know, like she was sitting on the tree next to his tombstone. And she started like busting out crying. Just of her thinking of the thought that she's no, like this is it. Like I'm never going to see Aaron again. The man that I grew up and loved and, and cared about. I'm never going to see him ever again. Mm-hmm. 
And then like, you know, with the whole bird coming in and like grabbing her scarf and like that was him showing her I, like I'm still here. That's a part that spiritually, I, didn't like. I guess. That's you know a, what I mean? That's a part I didn't like. You didn't like that part? I didn't like it that was part. just to show her like don't cry or whatever. Like, you know, I'm still here, you know, spiritually, like technically he didn't go away or whatever. Because it, it does show us that in Attack on Titan there is an afterlife. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it does show us that. So he is somewhere in the afterlife. But I felt like that that was the point, like that was a secret mission for Aaron was to show Ymir that she had to let go. You know what I mean? She had to let go of this love that she has for King Fritz and the the urge to constantly, you know, um, do whatever he wants her to do. And by showing her, like, if Mikasa can do it, you can do it. And that's why she kept popping up, like, for Mikasa, like, smiling at her, like, especially towards the end when he killed her. She yeah. was, like, behind him, behind Mikasa when she, like, when Mikasa was cutting Aaron's head. She was like behind her and it was like her scene like, okay, so if she can kill her man, <laughs> then I can let go of mine. Yeah, I think so. Well, the thing I liked about it, because, you know, it's it's anime. So and she <laughs> cuts his head off, grabs it and then kisses, kisses it. it. And then I was like, what the fuck? I know it's weird. And I mean, the whole time after the, the she cuts her head, like she well, was I get it. I holding get it. it the whole time until she probably buried it. But yeah. That was like probably, probably gave it a little more smooches on the way on the road. Probably. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the last time she's ever gonna be able to kiss Aaron. And Aaron had his eyes closed the whole time he was in that Titan form, and the only time he opened up his eyes was towards the end, and that was just to see Mikasa for the last time. Well, yeah, because he was just moving forward. Yeah. So, and then what's crazy is I love the scene where him and Armin had like this whole little communication where they were like <laughs> little kids, kids again. Yeah. And he was telling, like, trying to explain to him, like, why he was doing it and just give him, like, the last explanation and, like, showing him, like, the the rivers of hot smoking, whatever it ended up being lava. Yeah. It's so funny how he was, like, you know, like, he was, like, you don't have to do it. Like, it's not too late. And he's, like, no, it's it's already late. Like, who's going to forgive me? I killed 80% of the population. And then, like, the little water that they were sitting on just turns into, like, blood and there's, like, bodies everywhere and like when he like digs into the water he puts up like teeth and hair what do, what do you think about the water turning red yeah like or just like or the blood you know? well that was a representation of like all the people he's killed through the rumble so like what well, they were so focused on stopping aaron the rumble was still going people were still dying and cr crazy fast it wasn't like i thought it was like maybe they killed off like a little bit of the pop 80 percent of the population was killed that's a crazy if you do the math, I don't know how much was the population of the world. I think we're at 7 billion. 80% of that. That's a shitload of people <laughs> dead, bro. Yeah. There's no way of coming back. That's what I'm trying to say. There was, Aaron knew was, there was no way of coming back from that. Him? Like his People soul? were going to hate him. Yeah, now I'm talking about his soul. I'm talking about like him actually just saying like, you know what, fuck it, you're right. Let me just stop it and yeah. hope for the best. Hopefully people will forgive me. Did you kill 80% of the world, bro? Well, that's the way the Armin describes it at the end is that, you know, is that we killed 80% of the world. Yeah, he was trying like, to get... We saved 20% of the world. He was trying to, like, you know, carry that weight on him, too. Yeah. And I think, like, they're, they're both... Because he also killed people. Armin also killed people. Like, especially when he, like, landed in the... As the Colossal Titan. As the Colossal Titan and literally killed, like, over so many people at the harbor or whatever. So, like, he, you know, he did his share of killing, too, but not, like... Aaron, eighty yeah, percent I mean. is a lot of fucking people, bro. <laughs> so I thought that was like sad, and I mean, they were like best friends, literally like brothers. Did you watch um like the credits? Yes, all the way to, all the way to the end. Just okay. So this is my thought process on that. I was like, so in the end of the day, humans are humans, 
And I feel like what makes a human a human is emotions, right? Charles Darwin has like a book where he talks about, or not Charles Darwin, I think it's um uh, Mark Twain, where he says humans, we're the only animals that blush. So I think like that kind of like, falls into like an emotion thing yeah you know what i mean so i feel like we we what makes us like real like humans or like what separates us from everything else is emotions and i feel like no matter like he wiped 80 percent of the population cool so that leaves 20 percent, 20 percent that they can then rebuild right but at the end of the day that whatever 20 percent that's left is going to still hate on the paralysis people right because they know that it was their people technically not their people, but it was Aaron. But Aaron belonged to their people that killed off 80%. So the hate was still going to be there no matter what. But the beauty is that Aaron foresaw that. He saw the future. He saw that it, eventually it was going to come to a full circle again, which it did, as we saw in the end credits, right? It came to that full circle of war happening all over again. So he foresaw that. But the reason he continued to do it, even though he foresaw that what he's about to do is not going to change the course of humanity, is still gonna repeat the cycle he couldn't he knows that there's no way of breaking that cycle humans are humans and unfortunately that's just how it is eventually somebody's gonna get greedy eventually somebody's gonna become hungry for power eventually vengeance and anger is gonna take over that's just part of humanity so he knew that that cycle cannot be broken it is it's just but he stopped that cycle long enough for his friends to live a free life and that was enough for him as long as he can give Mikasa, Erwin, and the rest of his fan, or, or the rest of his friends that end up living and their families, the freedom that he wanted, that was enough for him. And he did. He gave that for like multiple generations, just that freedom, because they had to start all over again. Yeah. So they didn't have time for money. Like they didn't have time for like that hunger power. Eventually, it came to it, as we can see in the credits, that eventually it do it does happen. And then they end up attacking the island again and destroying it. Yeah, I like all of that. <laughs> so like, and that's the message that I got from it. It's like, okay, so, because I was saying like, if he saw that in the end of the day, everything he did was just going to lead to war again. I'm not saying it's going to lead to war like right the next day, but it was going to lead war generations, generations later. Then why do it? Why give up your life? But then I thought about it and I'm like, well, because he wanted freedom. Like the whole thing was about being free. And he knew that he had to sacrifice himself. Yeah, but in there order is no true freedom. freedom. There is, and there's there's not. There's not. Like there, there's not. And there's a point where Aaron thought that the freedom that he was gonna get was when he saw the wall and saw the ocean for the first time. He visualized freedom because he thought that there was nothing more out there. He thought that it was it's a it's a fresh start. And that's what he felt like, oh, it's a fresh start out there. But once they actually hopped on the ship and went to the other side, he saw that it was the same problems over there. Phantom, um, racism, um, power hungry, the same thing. You know what I mean? It was the, the same thing that was happening on the island was happening over there. So he knew that there Just was minus the thing. Titans, minus the Titans. Well, they had their own Titans. Did they? They had um the... I mean, they had the armor titan. They had the, the colossal titan on their side at a point. Right, right. No, they yeah. had the beast a... titan. They had the war titan. Yeah. So they they had titans. They just and this they still use the titans for war. Yeah. To, on their, to like you know to win on their side, even though they were having war with the island, they were having war with other countries because they had the titans yeah. or partial of the titans. Right. Yeah. All that so that's what I'm saying. Like once he actually went to the um out of the island and saw that it was the same bullshit, mm -hmm. he was like, well, then there's no real freedom. There was a point when he thought there was freedom because he thought that there was nothing beyond that. There was a fresh start beyond that, something that he can create or something that, you know, people can just leave the hate behind 
and start fresh. But once he went there, he like looked around. He's like, it's the same bullshit. And um, in that season where he's like sits down where Rainer, Reiner and they're having that one on one conversation like underground. Yeah. And he's just basically explaining it to him like you guys are doing this. You guys go. You guys are going through the same shit we're going through in the island. What's the difference? He hated him. He was like, yo, uh, Reiner, you fucking, we were your comrades and you killed us. And, you know, I'm about to do the same thing. So yeah. you and I are one and the same. We're one and the same. We're doing the same thing. Me turning into a Titan is exactly the same shit that you did to us when you hit the wall. Right. It's the same. Me turning into the attack Titan right here on the fucking underground is the same thing you did to us over there. What's the difference? So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, he knew that at the end of the day, like... He thought that maybe if he wiped out everybody, then it was a fresh start because that's what's his ideal of freedom It's literally having a fresh start. But when he saw that it was the same bullshit on the other side, that grass is not greener on the other side. It's the same shit. <laughs> same shade of green. Yeah. He was like, well, then I guess I just have to clean everything out like a clean slate, which I guess I guess in a term, he did give them freedom for a couple of generations. But eventually humanity goes back to. It's dark side. No, man, here's a line where he's talking to Armin, I think. And he's like, I'm a slave to freedom. And I was just like, damn. I mean, you know, I like poems like that. Right? No, it was very poetic. And there was like deep thoughts about it. And like, you know, just like symbolism and anything like like you. You can you can determine the story any way you want. It doesn't have like a like a, 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 a set phrase or phrase that you can just be like, okay, this is what it meant. You can determine it however you want it. And that's yeah. the beauty of it. Like, what? Well, that's the beauty of a poem, right? Yeah. You can determine however you want it. It could mean this, this, and that for some people. It could mean this and that for other people. But it was a beautiful anime, bro. It was well-written, well-put-together. Well worth the wait. Well worth the wait. Well, you didn't have to wait if you just wanted to read the uh, manga. Yeah, but even then, it took 10 years. It took like 11 and a half years, I think. Because it's a very complex story, man. I know. It's very complex. And the fact that there was a part that threw me off that I wrote down that I was like, oh, shit. So we all knew it was Aaron's doing like from the very, not from the beginning, but like when we knew that he can time travel. So we, we already knew when he forced his father to kill the, um, what are they called? Uh, no, under the, like in the crystal palace. Or yeah. Whatever. When they went to go kill the king or like whatever, whoever had the founding Titan at that time, yeah. he went to go kill them. Like it was Aaron's doing the whole time. He was the one pushing his father to do it. And then people find out that it was Aaron doing everything in the background. <laughs> yeah. He was the one pushing everything. And there, there was a scene that I thought was pretty cool was when the Titan, which is his stepmom, technically his dad's first wife, that ends up eating his mom, which was very ironic, right? There's a scene in the movie where it shows that that same Titan was supposed to eat, what's his name? Bert Holt? Bert Holt? He was supposed to, that Titan was supposed to eat Bertholdt and he diverted the Titan to not eat it because then that would go against his plans because he still needed Bertholdt to do what he needed to do, you know, to lead the fate that he did leave. But then that Titan ended up eating his mother. So he technically was the reason why his mom got ate. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Like he had to sacrifice his mom. And then be pissed about it. And then be pissed about it. Or like his younger self be pissed about it. But that's crazy, man. So like he was literally the puppet master the whole time. He was just like, I need this and this to happen and blah, blah, blah. And there's there some people were even saying like there was like a conspiracy like going way back that he was the one that made King Fritz co go to the island and close himself there and build the walls. And he was the one who built, made King Fritz build the Titans, the, the colossal Titans and hide them in the wall. 
Like that was all his doing. Like he had this plan from the very start. Well, not the, I don't think it was the, uh, the actual King Fritz. It was another King oh, okay, okay. that went to the Island right, and right. he took a couple of the Titans with the founding Titan to the Island. Yeah. And then he built up the walls, but eventually he was able to like, because he's in the far future. So he has access to everything because of the Royal blood, right? Cause he needed the, he needed the Royal blood in order to activate the attack, the, the attack Titans powers plus the founding Titan powers that he has with him, right? So he was able then to time travel all the way to the past and convince or tell that king, which I forgot his name, to go to the island, built the walls, built the colossal Titans in the walls because he's going to need it in the future for the rumbling. So that's that was like something I read online and I was like thinking about him, like, is that is that possible? So he was pulling the strings way back. Maybe, maybe like he he was the one he was the reason why because i was thinking about like people were saying that oh well the reason that king built the, the walls and built the colossal titans was for protection like just in case that he needed to ever activate it but then i was thinking to myself I'm like yeah but they never did years and years and years went by and they never had to activate it but the moment aaron is born aaron has to activate it so did aaron just set that up from the very beginning as like a domino effect maybe maybe <laughs> Think about it. A little food for thought. Food for thought. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the only other thing that I didn't like about the ending was like the little, like an amoeba, like. Oh, worm the thing. worm that came out of Aaron that started attacking yeah. them. And then, like. I, I didn't really like that. I knew it had to look like something. And that's the best thing that it could look like. But I like was, a, it reminded me of the worm from. Um, like Akira? Yeah. Or the slug from um, Naruto. Um, yeah, it was like a slug. It was like a weird. It's slug supposed to be thing. like not a mitochondria, but what am I trying to say? Like an amoeba. It's supposed yeah. to be like a little bacteria, something warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, eh, kind of. It's kind of too weird. But did you think that the whole attack and like the whole warm thing died off? Because if you saw the end credits, there's like a hiker that ends up going to the tree, and it's the same opening that Yamir went through and fell under the tree. Then, then the little bug thing or amoeba or the tree is was planted with Aaron's head. Yeah. So I think that that's where all the, the power of the Titan is. So I think this nigga, whoever falls into the tree is going to do the same thing, thing like again and just get the uh, powers of the Titan. So so it's like a revolving cycle. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's why I was thinking about the end too, because the way it ended, it was like the hiker seeing the, the tree <laughs> with a yeah. dog seeing the tree. And it was the same thing as Ymir. Like Ymir saw the tree and the little opening and then she went in it and fell through and then, you know. Yeah, became a titan. And became a titan. And I'm like, what yeah. that had happened? Like, is it is it the author sound like, well, it's a cycle, so it's going to happen again? The whole titan thing and then the whole world. Because technically, Aaron resetted the whole resetted the whole world. Yeah. He, By he, killing 80% of the population. The field, yeah. He, like, resetted everything. Yeah. And took away all the titans. But then, you know, like the world before Ymir, there were no titans. Yeah, exactly. There, was there were war. no titans. So you're right. So I was, like, thinking about that. I'm like, damn. So it's like... That's what I liked about it. So, uh, you know, the, that, the author did say the bird. I was like, mm, not really mm. feeling that. But then it ended with that. Yeah. So I heard that the author was going to write. He had a um, couple extra chapters or one more chapter left. Like an epilogue or something like that. And MAPPA was it's going to come out sometime next year. And oh. MAPPA was going to animate that part. Mm, I, nice. People were didn't know if it was exactly like uh, an alternate version. Like maybe he wrote out an alternate, uh, alternate version to it. Maybe or maybe something extra to it. Somebody somebody says it had to do with Levi 
I'm oh. like, what, the nigga in a wheelchair? Maybe. Oh, <laughs> what, this nigga rolling down a hill? <laughs> I mean, all those characters. They should have just let dead. that man die. <laughs> Look, put in the comments below. If you think he should have died mm -hmm. an honorable death, comment below. Do you agree with me or do you disagree? Do you think he really needed to end up in a wheelchair at the end? <laughs> let me know. Comment below. Comment below. Let, let us know. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make a poll. Or if you're listening to on Spotify, there's a question part of it, like a tool. Just put yes or no if you think he should. He should have lived. I think he should have died an honorable death, like a true scout, and moved on in the afterlife with his squad. That's. I think that would have been the best ending for him. I think so, too. All right, bro. So let me know who are your favorite characters and your favorite moments. Favorite moments, favorite characters. So Mikasa is one of my favorite characters. She's my waifu. Your what? My waifu. Do you know what a waifu is? No, first I'm hearing that waifu. Okay, so waifu. Sounds like a food. So waifu, like, I think it's the Japanese version of wife. Okay. But so she's my like. Anime wife? She's my anime wife is okay. Mikasa. So, I mean, she would be dedicated to you and you only. That's what I she like would, about she's it. She's a ride and die. She's tough, man. She's tough and hard body, ride or die. And, yeah. you know, her relationship with Aaron doesn't get romantic until the very, very end. But they are kind of just like friends. And then she, not that he, she's kind of his adoptive sister, even though his dad doesn't like. Adopt her. Into the family. Yeah. But um, they don't really like. They don't, they're not very romantic with each other until, no. until the very, very end. She just kind of loves him, but not in a dreamy way and like a very supportive, like, like whatever you want to do. Yeah. She's a fucking killer. Like she's like cold blooded and so is Aaron. So they kind of like, just like mirror each other, match oh. each other's energy. Because do you remember the scene when they first met in the woods, in the cabin? Right. Um, where those, those bandits end up killing her parents because they want her or something like that to sell her off. There's a scene in that part where Aaron then attacks one of the bandits and kills them off, like stabbing him to death or something like that. People were saying that that was future Aaron telling younger Aaron to kill them off. Future Aaron saying to kill me? To future Aaron telling his younger self to kill the bandit. And because he knew that was going to do an effect on Mikasa. Like that scene affected Mikasa. Even Mikasa, like her Ackerman, Ackerman part of her genes activated during that scene and that's why she was able to then attack the other bandit that then hopped on aaron but because people were saying like aaron was never a killer there was no part of him in the beginning of his childhood that interpret him to be a killer and then all of a sudden when that part came he had like a switch in his mind and he just literally started stabbing this dude to death and he's like that sounds like future aaron now future aaron's a killer he don't give a fuck no more yeah so they were saying like wouldn't he just talk to his younger self since now he can go back and forth in the future and tell his younger self to kill because then that would activate again, again, the domino effect. I think so, man. I think so. I mean, that's the, the way he was describing it. Aaron was that, and there's a character in this comic that I really like uh, Watchmen. So the, Watchmen. Yeah. So the, the, the blue guy, uh, Dr. Manhattan, he also, even though he can do like anything, what he says is that everybody in the world is just like these puppets or marionettes the only thing that's different about him, he's still a puppet, but he can see the strings. So he knows he has to do these things and he just knows how the future is going to go. And he has to just play along and just go like he can't divert from his no. quest or from his you know path or whatever, his destiny. So he, Dr. Manhattan in the comic, he sees the past, present and future all at the same time. time yeah. So he doesn't look back or he doesn't plan for the future. It's all happening at the same time. Yeah. So that's the way the Aaron was describing like his situation. Like he knew no matter what he did, like this was basically going to be the outcome. He just had to accept the fact that this was going to be the outcome. 
and he might as well just that's why there was like a point where he felt like the future present and past was just all in his head constantly it was it was all just mixed in there like he felt like you know enough to make somebody crazy like you don't even know like what's what's real what's not what's in the future what's in the past or what's currently happening so it was like all mixed in his head and eventually and then he just he just had to give into it he just knew that this was going to be the outcome and he just had to play his role even though like you said like dr mahani can see the strengths aaron probably saw the strengths and he but he knew that he just had to continue to play his role so i do i do like because are we playing our role to becoming the greatest podcast enemy. So, <laughs> Do man. you see the strings? Think, We're just playing the role, bro. I, I think I see the strings, bro. It's good for our future. So I do like Levi. He's another Ackerman. He's uh, I like so not that I like him less. He just has like kind of this big big fan following, but um, he's kind of a quirky character. And when you first meet him, he's like this clean freak, and that's oh, like yeah. a very anime like thing, like to clean. I think it's a huge thing in Japan. Japan is a very clean country. Like, they try to keep everything yeah. nice and organized and tidy. Even the way they dispose trash is, like, very intricate system. Like Yeah, but he's just, just such a badass. Like you Yeah, to be a badass and yeah, then, like, yeah, a housewife. No, but, like, so, <laughs> I mean, in, the, in the video version, you'll be able to see, like, on my thing, on my uh, water bottle, he wears, like, he puts, like, the apron on and he puts a mask on. He looks like a maid. And he's yeah. just, like, cleaning the room Like a housewife. Like, he's yeah. <laughs> cleaning or something like that. Like, And he has a really cool rivalry with the Beast Titan that I just, like, it is on site. Like, the way I think. So, I know, you know, you're not happy with how they ended his story. But at least that moment was just so badass. It was badass. But it was a quick moment. It wasn't like it was a prolonged fight. It was literally, like, what? Like, a quick but two minute. But he the beast, the beast Titan, like, like the, the, whole the white version of it right yeah i mean yeah the whole show he, he's constantly like butting heads with the beast titan he's constantly butting heads with Zeke. like yeah that's that's true but i'm saying like i know towards the end he ends up fighting the beast titan again but like the white version of it in the back of aaron's back right but then like when he saw seek like just wave at him like all casual and shit that shit like snapped him and he just like, but it was a quick second. It wasn't like it was a dragged out scene. It was just like, bam, he cut his head. No, but he'd been fighting with him like this whole, like forever. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like he completed his mission. He did what he wanted to do. Like what he, his like goal in life at that point was to like literally kill, seek, get revenge for the people that he killed. Like his, literally his close friends, people he would probably call family or felt like was family. Yeah, no, the scouts, those are his people. Yeah, so. And I know I said I like Mikasa as my wife, but I do like these other two characters. So I like Hanji. I just, you know, I like science. She's quirky, like super she's, quirky. She's super quirky. The way, like, just her fascination with the Titans. And, yeah. Like, there's even a scene where, like, she. They're, Too fascinated they're, sometimes. Like they're, just, like, uh, testing the, like, the not torturing them, but, like, testing the pain tolerance. Was, she could feel the pain of the, she's like, I'm sorry, I have to do this to you. But, so she, like, you know, like, electrocuting the them. And it's just for science. So she has, like, this, you know, fascination with the Titans oh. that I just really liked. I just like her <laughs> as being the Titans, you know, because or yeah. as, you know, her, her fascination with it because it just it. But she felt like it, her her contribution in science and like learning about the Titans was like her contribution to humanity or to like their humanity. And well, yeah, when, we, when we're first introduced to the Titans, there is no explanation. They are just like Titans. But then you find out that they eat and then she's the one who find, finds out that they don't even digest you. No, they you throw know, you if, up. If you study a Titan, like after they eat people, they throw they'll go. Up away and then throw know, up and throw then up. they'll come back so you know that just the whole thing so she, i just like her her so, her quirkiness yeah, and then like they were trying to figure out like so then what's the point of titans because if they're not there to consume people for like nutrition right they just eat us for fun or like out of the sport or out of hatred 
They don't know. They don't, they know, don't know. And person. that's the beauty of it. Like they're constantly trying to figure things out just as we are. We're constantly trying to figure it out. And then when they first got introduced to the Colossal Titan and the Armor Titan, they're like, whoa, what? when does we have no records of this in history about no Colossal Titan? Like when when is this a thing? So then they're even more baffled about it and they're like trying to figure it out too. So and that's what I love because like we're like with them. We're like we're also trying to figure it out with you. Like, bro, you're you're you guys are as clueless as we are as the readers. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> We're trying to figure it out with you guys too. So, well, when they introduce her, you find you learn a lot about the mm-hmm. Titans, like not all at once, you know, with her, and then you you know you find even more. So, and then the other person or character that I like is Sasha, so, <laughs> the bread eating girl, the bread eating girl. She's just so fun and funny. Like I just love that whole thing. She's she is also kind of a badass. Oh, when she dies, it was sad. Oh my god, I was sad. So I saw I had to rewatch the show for you know this episode. Or not rewatch. I had to like push through it because I. I had, pause it or whatever so that's around the area that i stopped it and i was watching it on the way to work and that made me so sad they put me in a bad mood all day bro did she die did she died i was just like damn what the fuck why'd she have to die she had to die she had to die and, nobody, um, nobody had died in a minute you know and, and then, aaron knew that she was gonna die that's why he like shed a tear because he knew that that was her future that she was gonna die there and then yeah and he could have stopped it if he wanted to but he knew that domino effect she needed to die in order for certain things to play out to play out the way it needed to play out um which is sad so i know like it's like you know it's like dr mahannon it's like you it's like me knowing that you're gonna die in the future but i can't we walk through that room yeah but i can't stop walk through the room so i i'm gonna like i know that this is the end point for you but i can't tell you because then if i tell you i'm diverting the future or you know what i mean I mean, or I'm fucking up the future because I'm letting you know something. So then the way they describe it is that they physically cannot. <laughs> they can't. They, they can't divert from the past or from, from the, the future from the, for yes, the future. The future. Yeah. So it's just it's just crazy. But that was. Yeah. And who else? Do you have any other characters? So those are the characters that I like. And then the moments that I like, I just have, you know, the, the few. So when Reiner and Berto revealed that they're Titans the first time. Oh, yeah. That shit fucking blew my mind. Like so decent. But there was hints. So People I, like so go back that, in the that made me rewatch the series. That's yes. what happens like at the end of the second season or whatever. They start dropping like little hints that you could have missed. because you're not really paying Bro, attention too much. I yeah, because they just introduce so many characters. And you know, like you said, like Aaron died in like, you know, one of the first episodes, and then he comes back. So then you're like, okay, well, you know, and characters just keep dying. So you're like, you're not really paying too too much attention about what everybody's doing at the same time. Yeah. Because everyone's just, you know, they're just learning how to fucking be scouts. It's just the same thing with the female Titan. How everybody I was trying to figure Titan. out. And it was like, a, they're like, it's somebody. It's one of us. Yeah. It's one of us. It just can't. Like, she's just not appearing out of nowhere. Like, it's it's one of us. Yeah. And it's so funny because if you think about it, the female, the Titans look exactly like themselves. Kind of. Aaron looks exactly like the Attack on Titan. Um, the Armor Titan looks just like... Um, uh, Reiner. Reiner. And then the... Well, the Colossal Titan, I can't say too much about. Well, so no. So what the Colossal Titan looks... Well, the female Titan kinda, look identical as... It kind of does look like Bertolt because then when Aaron or Armin... Armin becomes, turns into... It kind of looks like him. Like, they look similar yeah. in, like, you know, them being, like, Colossal. But as far as, like, their face, it he changes. does kind of like him. So that's... And people are like, you kind of knew who the female Titan was just because of the way it was drawn. But yeah. they try to, like keep the camera off her face in, in a way because they don't want people to they figure out They did the right same away. thing with Reiner and Berto. Yeah. Like, they, like when I rewatched it, I was like, okay, there he is. He's the bad guy. I'm looking at him. So I'm watching him and he's not really doing much and he's being helpful. And it's just, it was just such a twist, man. I was, I was yeah. like, it made me rewatch the show. 
But yeah. even he said it to um to Aaron when they were like, talking to each other that him being there felt like he had two different like he was fighting two different personas. I know a persona that actually did care about Aaron that actually cared about all the platoon because he was with them like he was living with them. But then the second persona of like I'm here as a spy like I'm a, I'm a this is the real me and we're and we hate these people. That's why I'm here because we hate these people. But I low-key love these people because they show me love. They actually care about me. So it's just to show you like war, the people that suffer in any war is us, the people. Like we we have no beef with these other countries or these other places or these people that are attacking us. Like we don't have any problems with them. It's our government that has problems with their government that then causes us to fight for them. And we're the ones ending up losing our lives. Because I always think about it as that movie, which I'm dying to talk about, The Graves of the Fireflies. Let's save it for that episode. I know, I know. (laughs) I know. I'm dying to talk about it, but it's kind of like controversial because that's what I'm... I've always seen war as that. Like we, the people, the citizens are the ones that are are constantly getting the, the short end of the stick when it comes to a war, even though we're not the ones... Like I don't have nothing against Paul... From the, the other side of the country. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I don't have nothing against Paul. Paul didn't do shit to me. And I didn't do nothing. Paul. I don't even know Paul. Right. But it's because my government hates. Paul's government. Government. Then then we have to attack them. And then we're the ones who have to deal with the casualties. We have to deal with the backlash of it. The rich still stay rich. We are. The poor constantly gets. You know, we're the ones that get. We lose family members. So it's like us dealing with the backlashes of like a war. So it's kind of like that sense. Like you can see a foot soldier like, okay, my government is telling me to hate these people because of what they did in the past. And then you can see um, them coming to their side and then they're becoming friends. You know, everybody's having a good time. Everybody's laughing when they sit down and eat a meal together. They And then like like he said, he had two personas that he had constantly. He, he was fighting. And you can, they even showed it, like him constantly finding himself, like, do we hate them or do we love them? Do we hate them? Do we love them? And even when some of their close friends would die, they would cry. And they knew it was because of them that they're dying. Not Annie, bro. Annie was fucking gangster. No, Annie hated them. Annie was Annie, so gangster, bro. She kept her persona like, yo, like, I just don't like become she, attached. She showed that, you know, you can box as a Titan. Like, you can actually, like, yeah. do she something. She was trained well. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> she was trained well. No, but her persona was like she knew. Keep it professional. We're here to do our mission, and that's what I'm here to do. My mission. I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here, to, and that's why she always had that barrier. Like you couldn't like be around her. Like she didn't want you around her because she knew that she's here for a certain reason. While the other two were kind of like, no, we gotta mix with them. We gotta be part with them. You know, we gotta be part of their clique in order to inter. You know, um infiltrate infiltrate you know their squad and their information and blah 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 but in order to do that he had to befriend them yeah so it does you know i can i can see and he did have like a lot of just like mental problems because of that like even when he went back to his country he was like very like just like i I don't know what to do with my life anymore you know what i mean and then the whole constant thing of him like finding um, justification from his mom and just feeling like he he was enough yeah at the end at the end for his mom and his mom was like you know you don't have to be a titan for me to love you or you don't have to be like your father or something like that or so he found like what he needed yeah 
Other that's... moments that I liked, so I do like when they was uh, when they revealed that there were Titans in the wall. They were, they revealed I think at the same time that they revealed the Reiner and Berto thing. But I was like, damn, this is a lot of intrigue because before up until then I was just like the characters just dealing with the Titans. Yeah. And now you They're know when Titans way in the walls, much more because when they do the Titans in the wall, I think somebody from the church is like, hey man, you need to fucking don't look don't look over there, cover that up. And I was like, bro, what does this guy know? <laughs> yeah, what does he know? He knew. <laughs> yeah, he knows something for sure. Oh no, they knew. They all knew, bro. The so that, the big the the higher ups knew. Yeah, well, yeah. You know the ones that lived inside that the wall, Maria, up. or was it Maria? Well, the smallest wall. Yeah, they all knew. And that's crazy how they divided themselves like that. Like the more outer you are to the outer wall, the like poor you are the more of a worker bee you are you know talk about like i mean it makes do, sense do the farming you're the ones that and are then the, the most likely to get when you're in by the, Titans. yeah and then when you're in the center of the whole wall you're like rich powerful you know so i, I thought that was like a good play of like our the economy yeah this i mean it's a circle yeah so there's a flashback that i freaking love so there's a flat so they do a lot of flashbacks in this damn anime and the main character in the flashback, Aaron Kruger, he talks about like generations or like he talks to somebody before he turns him into a Titan, I think. And he's like, oh, you know, go have kids and, you know, live a, a long life and procreate because that's what life is about. Life is about, you know, finding love and creating more love through like kids. And he's talking. He's like, oh, well, you know. Why are you even saying this to me? He's we're like, oh, we're going to get turned to Titans, right? Yeah. Like, he's like, um, oh, well, you never know who's going to look back on this memory. So he's talking about like his kids or whatever. And then he says, this is the only way that you're going to be able to save Mikasa and Armin. And he's like, who are Mikasa those and Armin? Who's, who's that? He's like, I don't know. I don't know why I said that name. And then I was just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is like some fucking trippy future past like twisting yep. and cycling it kind of and i know you haven't seen game of thrones but there's like a scene where with hodor mm -hmm. so with hodor he like the whole show he's like that he the only thing he can say is hodor he's <laughs> hodor so they're like oh like if he's hungry it's like oh hodor 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 so you know you feel bad for him but he's like this big guy or whatever and it's not really explained how he got like that maybe he was just born so in the episode the guy uh brand i think his name is he's like going back and forth from past generations in his mind mm -hmm. to like see kind of like how attack on titan is like to see how all these things were in the past and he hijacks hodor's mind while he's in the past though so he hijacks his mind in the future from the past and that jumping kind of like splits his mind in half mm -hmm. and he's they're trying to escape like a scene or whatever where like the fucking ice king is they're trying to kill him mm -hmm. and he's like hold the door hold the door so he's holding it and then the guy in the future hodor he's like hodor 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 and he's holding the door and in the past he fucking splits his mind and then he's like hodor hold the door hold the door hold the door mm -hmm. and then that's the moment that he became like how he is now oh, okay so it's kind of like like some sort of like double dutch with time travel which is very trippy and it's very you know it's so weird and i just love it so that that reminded me of that and i was just like wow because i was kind of slowing down with this anime as well but then things like that just kind of like reignite your interest into it interesting so and then, hmm. I, and then i like all the beast uh titan and levi stuff okay bro sounds good so then before we get on to video uh to what we're reading what we're watching what we're playing uh attack on titan video games and movies 
So the first video game that they had was a Nintendo 3DS game, Humanity in Chains. They also had a PS Vita game that came out afterwards and then a few other like 3DS games. Then there was a sequel game called Attack on Titan 2 on the PS4, a sequel game to the first one that was on the PS Vita. So recently they do have a PS5 game. I did send it to you as far as like how it looks. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look bad. It just doesn't look like very easy to manage. So I know we have like Spider-Man that came out. Yeah. But if you could move around, like the the way you move around in the Spider-Man game is very fluid. So in a way, I wish kind of like that Attack on Titan game moved like that, or at least it looked like that. So you have to be like more specific of where you're shooting yeah. the gear at to like yeah, it's elevate it, yourself and move yourself forward kind of thing. It's more like the 3D space they don't really do a lot with, like because in, in Attack on Titan, they do some crazy moves. Oh, and, yeah. And it's, you know, it's an anime. But at least when you translate it to a video game, like, I don't know, like the way it looked. The mechanics. The mechanics. You can go like up and down. You can go left and right. But you weren't able to do like these freaky like swing motions. So I did. I wish that we, you know, you know, you were talking about in, in the beginning of the episode about having like a budget for stuff like that. Like I do want to stream those kind of games this way. We can take that to the review or to like the, the podcast episodes and be like, hey, we like if you did see we played it and it was, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. So. Whatever. Let's get this budget. Yeah. So it, it looks pretty cool. In, in the video that I saw, you fight Anne as well. So it also looked a little repetitive about like just killing these Titans over and over again. So I don't know how fun that, that would, would be. be. And whenever they do like a, a video game about an anime, like. It's a hit and miss. It's, the mechanics are always a hit and miss. But the thing that sells it is like playing the story of the anime. Oh yeah, so, as you watched it, right? So there's just a lot, replaying there's it. There's a lot of cutscenes that being a part are of it are just the game, but yeah, the game mechanics. I don't know. It looked like it could get like a little repetitive after a while. Mm. So they, they only the only time they switch it up is when you fight Anne in the forest because she's a Titan that can fight back and she can like do like different things. It reminds me of like I don't I I haven't played any like anime games in a long time, but it reminds me of like when I used to watch Naruto. And I used to buy the actual Naruto games and it was kind of like a story mode of what you just watched. And yeah. you were like, you were Naruto. You were able to control him. Yeah, even the Dragon Ball games. Yeah. Like, uh, Budokai. And it was dope that way. You know what I mean? But you're right. It does get very repetitive. And especially like when you're like rewatching the story because you already knew yeah. from watching the, um, from reading the manga or watching the animation of like what's well, the going on. the thing about those Naruto games is that they, they add a lot of flavor. Like, so a fight will be like real straightforward in the anime, but then they'll add a bunch of other stuff yeah. to like the cutscenes, which I think is like pretty, pretty dope. Hmm. So for video games also, the, so they're in Fortnite. So Levi and Mikasa. Yeah, and I saw Aaron, they got added. Their skins are, are in the Fortnite. And the swinging in that looks pretty good too. Yeah. So, you know, I just think that that's pretty dope that they have that. There's also an Avengers crossover comic. So I only bring it up. Because I actually have this comic. <laughs> oh. so it's a comic that I have for for Attack on Titan. Like it, I think it's called Attack on Avengers. Oh. So it's pretty dope. And then for the last thing for video games is that they had a cancel. Capcom was going to make an arcade game for Attack on Titan. I sent it to you. I know the whole thing was in Japanese. In yeah, the, I saw it. In the video version, I'll put it up. But it's it's not a cabinet. But it's like, like an interactive. I don't know if you played like Mario olympics and like yeah. dave and busters or whatever so it's like that so you sit in it and you are able to like to move around and it looks like it's hard to like grab it yeah but when i was looking in the video and i don't know how long these people were there but i think once you get the hang of it you can do some pretty cool stuff like you can like you know yeah shoot the what is it the odm gear and like really move around the city pretty cool so 
But it got canceled. It got canceled. It was going to be made by Capcom and it was going to be like online kind. So where you would have like eight players who are playing and then you like try to see who can finish the mission faster. Did so they like say two, why two it was canceled? Uh, they did not say why it was canceled. I think I don't want to, you know, speak on it if I don't know too, too much. I think it was a little bit too ambitious for what they were trying to do. I got you. Because it looked like a lot and they only made a couple and they were planning on like an eight plus match yeah so usually when you have those like even when you have like the mario karts like at most there's like four people so they were going for like something really really big and then you'd have to rent this out or put this in like a dave and busters or yeah like, you know whatever so i got you i don't know if, you know much too much about that the budget bro the budget <laughs> the budget always kills it man so the th- and then for movies um they have a couple movies so they have four animated movies but these movies are just retellings of the seasons of the show Mm-hmm. So the first is that the furthest that they go is season three. Nothing really too too good with movies. And uh, I wanted to bring this up earlier, but there's no fillers either. So as long as it took to come out, there's not a single filler episode of Attack on Titan, which is beautiful, right? So it's sometimes all, it's I, all sometimes I like that man, like just a just straight and direct man. Sometimes you don't really need fillers, and sometimes when they add fillers, it really just like. It they do that with like, one piece and i swear to god i just i can't <laughs> so the thing about a filler episode is that it's to put something out to like something to develop the world but like the story in attack on titan is so tight that you don't really you don't need an episode of like in the past of aaron and mikasa and armin i mean they do give like running errands doing groceries well not not so much i mean they do like a little side story for the um ackerman they do like a little side story for Ar- ackerman they, they go and like his past and like the other guy that wears like a cowboy hat. He looks like a cowboy B-pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? They do kind of go into like a little, but it does lead to the main story though. Right. So with the filler episode. I wouldn't consider it a filler filler, but not, it does lead into. It's not. If, if, if there's a backstory that develops the character that's different from a filler episode. I know. Like where. You just know, like a random episode thrown in. And it, everything just resets at the, at, the, at the end of the episode. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. I wouldn't consider them fillers, but it does. It kind of felt like it, it diverted a little bit from the main story, but it was part of the story that led back to the main story. And you're right. Fillers are mostly like a, just like a regular whatever episode. Like if you took that out from the story, it wouldn't even like do anything for the main story. Like it wouldn't damage it or take it away or add to it. Right. You're right. You're right. And like I said, One Piece does that a lot, <laughs> yeah, which is annoying. So and then there's two live action movies. So they kind of do the same thing. Um, and it is they do split up in parts one and part two. They were both released in 2015, one in August and the other one in September. So the effects look decent, but that's mainly because the, most of the movies dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like really, really dimly lit. So I think if they did one during the day, like in broad daylight, I don't know how good the effects would hold up. All right, bro. So that's it for Attack on Titan. Anything else to add before we move on to the next segment of the show, bro? No, that's I had to say what I had to say. And I'm glad I. Got it off my chest. I know you've been holding on to it. <laughs> I was holding on to it all day. You were trying day, to bro. give me a little bit before the episode, and I was like, like bro, hold just on to it a little bit longer, episode. bro. Yes, bro. Hold on to it a little bit longer. <laughs> I know it's tough, but <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So let's go to the reading, watching, and playing, man. What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing? All right. So reading, watching, playing. I'm reading. So same shit. I'm reading Wild Strawberry. I'm liking it still. Still reading Chainsaw, Doctor Stone, all that stuff. Something that I did want to bring to the episode is I'm reading Kaiju number eight, bro. Oh, you started it? I started it. <laughs> the manga or are you, are you reading it on your phone? I'm reading it on my phone. It's I got you. I got it's you. on the show and jump at, but I think I might just start reading it on the um, like physical. Yeah, man. Go for it. But it, it's fun. It's like, I didn't know how fun and funny it was going to be. No, I thought it fun. was like, you know, real 
Well, it starts. Gritty. It starts really funny because he's the main character is basically like he's trying to get into the whole um, the killing kaiju, kaiju or force, yeah. yeah. Well, because his homegirl from childhood, she's like a top ranking officer. Yeah, and he's like he's like. He said he tried to beat, and he's almost thirty, or he is thirty, and he's like, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. And then he gets like this kaiju power, and they think he's a kaiju, but he's like, he's like not that ain't tall compared to humans, but no, he's not like as tall as what a kaiju would be. Right, he's as ugly as a kaiju, but and he's strong not a as a kaiju, but no, he's not the same height. But that's right. but it's, there's like funny parts, and it's it's, it's pretty cool. He, he he gets like his facial expressions, or yeah. even just like the things that he says. So I didn't know it was gonna be so funny, but I'm glad you like it, bro. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to read the. I'm trying to get into the wild strawberries. You should do it, man. It's 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 nice. Like I said, it's it's a combination of Demon Slayer and Chainsaw Man. Yeah, I'm trying to. I was trying to post it on our IG to see if people because I did like the Kaiju number eight. I did um, House Paradise, and then I couldn't think of. I kept putting strawberry. I'm like, I know it goes with something else, and I just couldn't figure it oh, out. You should hit me up, yeah. Wild, wild, wild strawberry, wild yeah. Strawberry. I'll put it up on our IG so people can um, know, you know, animes that we're reading. Yeah. And it's uh, approved by the norm headquarters. Approved by the norm, bro. (laughs) So then playing, I'm not really playing anything. Like I said earlier in the video game part, um, I am trying to stream this video game called Demon's Souls. So once we get that started, it is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. So I'd have to borrow somebody's PlayStation 5 or, you know, I think I might even get my own. Uh, You know, Black Friday is coming up. Yeah. So we might get one for the podcast studio. Um, that's going to start not next weekend, but two weekends from next Saturday or next Friday. So, yeah, it's going to start first week of December. So we're trying to get to it. We got a lot, a lot to do. Yeah, um, we're, making, we're making steps. Man. We're making steps. We're and, making steps. and like I said, this this season, we're definitely going to drop more and more content. And I, I, I want to flush our social media with just content. You know, <laughs> yeah. every time you open up your IG, bam, the norm. Every time you open your TikTok, bam, the norm. Every time you open Facebook, bam, the norm. Like, bro enough <laughs> like well no uh, no i mean but like you know what i mean like i wanted to get to like enough to like you know we're like oh man these people are everywhere now <laughs> we're gonna be on the recommends bro we'll right recommends. i remember when there were like this low podcast nobody knew about them what? they were in the dl i don't remember that you know what i mean and now they're like everybody knows them now nah, they've always been big to me i don't know i don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember them being being neighborhood neighborhood <laughs> now we're global yeah <laughs> and then but, last for watching i've been just watching a bunch of attack on titan to prepare for this episode yeah um and then for the family movie night we're on the last harry potter oh shit so the next time we do a family movie night cool. we're gonna do Burp. deathly hollows part two and then we'll be done with harry potter cool cool and then uh the next one we might do something either Christmassy, like a one-off or we might like start like Men in Black or something. I don't know. You should start Home Alone. Home Alone. Oh yeah. Since it's Christmassy. Yeah. Uh, and it's only what two movies? I think. I think. Home two. Alone one and two. I think there might be three movies actually, but oh. there's definitely two. That's a good idea. There you go. You see, man. Full of good ideas, bro. Cool. <laughs> and then I'm also re- uh, watching Food Wars. Oh yeah. Prepping. Prepping for the next episode. Oh man, you let them know. I'm just playing. Did you I let them know, know at, the end of, at the end of this episode? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna let them. What you watch? What you reading? What you watching? What you playing? All right, I'm gonna go through this real quick because I don't want to keep you guys up for too long. So reading, 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 reading. Nothing. <laughs> I had to think about it. Nothing. I'm not reading anything. Um, I have to pick up the new volume for Kaiju Number Eight. Um, I last one to pick was seven. It's now in the podcast room since I read it, and I have to pick up eight. So I might pick that up maybe this weekend. So I might be reading that. Watching shit. I just got done watching the last episode of Gen V, um, episode eight. Yes, you were talking about it. It is good. I'm telling you, bro, you need to hop on it. 
I know. I You're will. missing out. You're I missing will, out. Will, it's will. really good. I just got done watching the last episode of Kite. No, Kaiju. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen. That was really good too. You need to hop on that one too. <laughs> I just got done watching the first episode of Invincible, Amazon Prime. Do I need to hop onto that, bro? You need to hop. Well, you you already saw the first season, right? I saw the first season. Yeah. yeah I, have you read some of the comic books? No, that's one of the comic books that I just haven't read, and I was gonna pick it up, but I was like, let me just enjoy it. And I'm gonna treat it. I treat it like a manga. <laughs> so the comic books is the story is way more different have than you read the actual. It? Yeah, I read it. It's actually one of like the first couple of comic books that I started like actually reading. And I read a couple of it, but yeah, it diverts a lot from like the actual animation from the comic books itself. So two different stories. But yeah, definitely watch that. And then so Gen V, One Piece. Oh man, that last episode on One Piece was so good. They made Shanks look like a goddamn boss. Oh, it gave me like fucking goosebumps when I saw Shanks. Not, not a filler episode? No, that's not no, that's part. Actually, they just said that the next arc for One Piece, no fillers. Just straight no up Damn. story. Yeah, because okay. with Wano, bro, they it was too many fillers here and there. Fillers here, fillers there. I was like, fuck, bro, let's get to the yeah, action. But One Piece is still, and I'll look it up or whatever, it's like still only 11% filler. Oh, that's still a lot. I mean, Naruto <laughs> is 46% filler. You lying. Oh, I yeah. I promise. Yeah, there was a lot of fillers in them. There was, there was a time where I just stopped watching Naruto because there was so many fillers. I'm like, they would bro. go from one filler arc to another filler, filler. arc. <laughs> right, it was it was too much, too much, too much. I'm I'm telling you, just keep to the main story. That's all I want. Like that's what captivated me was the story. And then for you guys to divert to just hit me with some fucking Naruto going out grocery shopping and finding a cat, a missing cat, and then returning the cat. That was the episode. Like, bro, it had nothing to do... With the Akatsuki. Yeah. <laughs> that had nothing to do with that, but whatever. Um, but yes, um, One Piece, that last episode, Shank, you're a fucking boss. Let's let you know right now. That that man, OP. OP? OP. Just crazy OP. He deserves to be OP. He's just fucking a cool-ass character. I would like to go more into it, but I know one of, one of these days we're going to do a One Piece episode. Uh, one six saber is finally caught up, so that'll probably be like two years from now. <laughs> Season ten, <laughs> probably two years from now, he's finally caught up. I'm reading it. I'm reading it. So, <laughs> so yeah, but besides that, that's pretty much it. Just staying true. Just kept, just staying on top of um, you know, what's currently happening. You're not playing anything. Um, no, I'm looking forward to the new video games that are coming out. I know that we want to get video games for the for our upcoming gaming podcast part of it so the norm hyperbolic gaming yeah so we're looking forward to that and just the games i know that on the 10th the new modern warfare 3 is coming out for call of duty very excited it looks very promising and then on the 15th of november the new playstation portal is coming out and me and xavier right now we're on the fence of debating if we should get it to do a review on it right like just because we talked about it in the past about you know when it was just the project and then when it was actually announced and we gave you know, our honest thought about like, you know, the hardware, the software. We were on that shit early, bro. Yeah. So and we we're, you know, I was telling X if we should just pre-order it and just get it and then do a review on it to see if it's like worth the money, worth the time. You know, is it actually like a, a pretty good um, equipment or controller to get? Because technically it is a, an extra controller for your PlayStation bro, but I 5. Read you can play it. Oh, you were right. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I was I was listening to the podcast and I was like, damn, you're right about that part. Yeah, yeah you can actually, it, it is like a streaming thing. You can stream it anywhere, anywhere as long as you have good internet connection and it, you know, connects to your PlayStation 5 or whatever. I don't know. But 
so you were right about that part but still like i, I we were on the fence of like if we should get it or not i kind of want to get it i kind of don't i'm like you know we were even on the fence when we were talking about it like if it was even worth i said it's not worth it, it. <laughs> xavier thinks it's not worth it it's only a playstation 5 exclusive so like i said like right now we have the ps4 for the norms headquarter we are trying to upgrade to the ps5 so we can do you know the latest release games that comes out or anything that's exclusive to just the ps5 we can actually do you know we wanted to do a video for the spider-man game but by the time we finally got the capture card and everything else it just felt like we were gonna yeah. it was gonna be too late you know what i mean to just jump on that wagon like we're it was just gonna be worth it so we rather wait for like the next big game to come out and then we can like, jump onto that i'm still gonna play that game i'm gonna enjoy it but no i heard the story is really good the gameplay and the story and the mechanics of the swinging and, and the costumes and i heard it's really good i mean i still would love to get it but i i rather hold off my money to buy something newer for the podcast you know what i mean that's more like a personal game now like something just to do on yeah. our personal time but, you know, uh, as soon as we can get a higher budget from our producers for <laughs> yeah. this podcast. This podcast used to be sponsored by water, but we don't. Yeah, water took us off. Now yeah. we're finding a new sponsor. So, hey, if you guys. If you're a beverage. And want to sponsor <laughs> us, we would love to uh, build a contract with you guys or a relationship with you guys. Let us know, you know. But, yeah, besides that. That's pretty much it. You know, I hope you guys really love this podcast. Um, we went more in depth with the whole Attack on Titan. Xavier actually watched it, read it. And, okay. you know, we both enjoy this anime. And that's why we had so much to talk about it on this podcast. And I think when our podcast is very long, just know that we're very like into this anime. The same thing for like our hip hop episode. Same thing for our villain episode. I think this was like one of our two longest podcasts. And it was just because we had so much to say and so much to talk about. This one might be just as long or maybe close to that. But again, it's because we're very passionate about Attack on Titan. And it was a very good story and very put together, right? Um, besides that, always subscribe. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Subscribe, 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 share. follow, share, like, leave a review so we can read it out and, you know, shout you guys out on the next podcast. So, yeah. And like I said, we're always, we're everywhere. And and now our podcast is on YouTube now. You can listen to us on YouTube podcasts. Yeah. So that's cool. So listen to us through there. If you don't have Spotify or Apple or Amazon and all you have is YouTube, you can listen to it or you can watch us. We also have the vi live videos on there, too. Our shorts are there. Our reels our follows on TikTok. You know, we're constantly trying to stay on top of that and posting new TikTok videos for you guys. Uh, little clips and stuff like that of our podcast just to get you guys a little preview of what you're missing out and <laughs> yeah. could be a part of <laughs> yeah, yeah so just join the crew become a normie and you know what i mean me and xavier might make shirts for you guys that says i'm a fucking normie <laughs> deal with it deal with it <laughs> in the back it says deal with it like you know we might make a shirt like that or not just come fuck with us you know come enjoy this podcast come listen come and have fun laugh joke entertain i don't know what else to say man that's no, good all right bro sign us off tune in next time for scenes from the next episode of the hyperbolic podcast where lewis and x test their cooking skills as they review and watch food wars you guys have a good time have a good night we appreciate you like i said this has been our first year doing podcasting and we can't wait for the many more thank you